1: Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next
2: adventure on Fishing Booker.
0: Welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. We are glad to have you. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, thanks for being here. Uh, this podcast, the host is myself, Kurt Geyer, Doug Schmidt. Austin Chandler. The rest of the boys are out, some personal things, handling some family stuff. Uh, let's get to some business, some updates, some news, the Ohio deer classic, the open season sportsman expo, whatever you want to call it. That's in Columbus, Ohio. It was like the 19th, 20th and 21st of March that has been moved. So well, it's the same place, but it's been postponed like August. What is it?
2: July, July 30th through August yeah. 1st.
0: Ooh. Um, unfortunately That does not work for the working-class bowhunter schedule, so we are backing out of that move for the Ohio show. We have a lot of stuff going on in that time frame, uh, personal conflicts, and we're also getting ready to go on some hunts in, like, a couple of weeks, Um, you know, and that will unfold. So, sorry, Ohio. I will tell you, we are planning on doing an HHA site and stabilizer kit giveaway for each trade show. Uh, That includes Iowa wisconsin and ohio we still plan on doing that giveaway and doing the exclusive ohio show merch and selling it on our store because we couldn't get there and we're really looking forward to getting out there and hanging out ohio's i mean i don't maybe it's a good thing we're missing ohio because they probably want to kill me right yeah, now
3: we do appreciate you but we yeah we've been sending a lot of people to East.
0: ohio <laughs> we're trying to stimulate your economy <laughs> yeah, we're trying to help you out so that's that update um we will be in Iowa. This should this might our this episode might have launched by the time Iowa happened. I'm not sure how it'll lay out. But we'll be there. Beer Can Alley, we'll be drinking beers. Uh we're the Wisconsin show is in Wisconsin Dells now. We are staying there at the Kalahari right there. So but we'll be out and about at the show. Um come say hi. Um you if you come to our booth, come talk to us, we'll tell you how you can enter the HHA giveaway. You gotta yep. come to the booth though. That's the catch. You can't just like think you're gonna grandfather your way in. So, yeah,
3: you said there's going to be like a stabilizer and a site giveaway with that.
0: Yep, it's like a $600 value. Nice. So we're giving away for each show. So we're going to pick a winner from each show. But you have to come to our booth. It's come, not just anybody can win. You have to come to the booth.
3: Yep, come to the booth, get signed up for it, and get your name in the hat. Yep, yep, for sure. Um it's that easy. So that's the update. Uh,
0: other updates. We have a new patch hat on the store. I'm trying to think what else we got going on right now that we're we're we forgetting something. I don't know. Are we? I don't. know. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe we're just that lame. We got nothing going on. Um, the podcast is presented by HHA Sports. Uh, if you listen to the latest, well, one of the later episodes we did with Scott Bach, and he talks about the new stabilizer setups they have coming out. Of course, their sides. and of course, their drop away rests. Um, if you're wanting to get into something HHA, if you don't come to our booth and win one, you can use code WCB at HHA WCB fifteen at hhasports dot I've had enough beer yet. My brain's not like yeah. firing on all cylinders. <laughs> take, a, take a drink. Um, I, yeah, I'll do that. Oh, I gotta open a new one, that's my problem. You go. Uh podcast also brought to you by Big Time. Uh bigtime dot com. If you are live in a state where they allow supplemental feed, God bless you because you helped out your deer herd the last few weeks and it was brutal, brutal cold. Um it's nice they're getting a break now. It's nice yeah, weather. It's warming up,
3: snow's going away. Yeah, it looks like it's gonna be nice the next couple weeks. We needed that though. We needed to be able to feed there for about two to three weeks. Mm-hmm. It was brutal.
0: But you know, I mean most late season plots are picked over by then, you know. Yeah,
3: mine, my big-time plot still had a lot of food in it, but we got that layer of ice mm-hmm. and then all that snow on top of it, and they just quit using it. It was just too much for them to dig through, yeah. so that's where the supplemental feed really shines. What did you
0: plant for your late-season big-time? Well,
3: it was kind of split. I had last stand on one side and then buck brunch on the other. And, yeah, good combo. Yep.
0: Um, check out Big Time, food plot seeds, supplemental feed, code WCB2021, save you some cash there. That's pretty awesome. Great people over at Big Time, too. Um, we got We should have some podcasts coming up with them. Um, sooner than later here. Also, Old Barn Taxidermy, one of my favorite places on planet Earth. Probably the coolest place in Iowa. Um, is where you can't kill a deer. Is that make? Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. Um, but we did.
1: Oh, you can bring dead deer.
0: I think, right? I think
3: we, Ross just made the visit over there today. He brought a, he brought his big two hundred and and uh and his first buck over there. So he brought both of them. This, oh, he did today. This year over and. He said they're rocking and rolling, man. He said it's crazy. They're just mounting whitetails like crazy over there right now.
0: Well, I mean, they got the tannery, and they have the uh, deer processing. Yep. Um, we did pick a winner for the mount. Um, I was going to announce it today, but I'm going to wait. We have a video coming out um, on Old Barn that he's going to post with me doing the drawing. Very cool. So you go. one of you guys that <clears throat> listens to this podcast that killed a deer or killed whatever and went to go have a shoulder mount done – Basically if you said, Hey, I listen to W C B, they put your name in the hat and then we picked a winner. So one of you guys that did that won a free mount for next season. So congratulations to you. We'll announce a winner here soon once it gets out on social. But Old Barn Taxidermy man, they do everything. In my opinion, they're gonna take over the whole taxidermy game. The the people there are passionate about it. I mean you talked to like Julian about taxidermy and the dude's just like can't stop thinking about what else he's gonna do or remount a deer or do this or try something new. It's it's pretty cool he's a true artist yeah and plus Mm -hmm. sam man he's like the bear king when it comes to mountain bears so um also gator outdoors uh it's the outdoor lifestyle brand located in the midwest family owned and operated uh they kind of have their own little gator deal going on oh you'll see them next to us at the iowa show by the way uh they're doing a grizzly cooler giveaway i believe a big neon green sucker so a good time if uh this airs after iowa congratulations you might want a cooler. (laughs) <laughs> Good for you. But, uh, you know, Gator Outdoors is a lifestyle brand, but they're also um, a dealer right now. Like, you can get big time there. You can get T&K hunting gear there. You can get, I mean, if you're a River's Edge tree stand guy, you can get those through those guys. Um, uh, True Timber Camo, they got it there. Gator Outdoors. And he just upped the code for you guys. So, for 25% off at GatorOutdoors.com is WCB25. So, look at that. He's just he's doing work. He's like, we need to give stuff away for cheaper. <laughs> look, at, look, look at him. Um also Elite Archery. Um everything a lead archer outdoor group brand, like Elite Archery, Slick Trick just had a new broadhead come out. Code WCB is universal across all those outdoor group uh brands. So you can use the code WCB on a brand new Elite and have it shipped to a local dealer. So not only are you buying from Elite, you're saving money with the code, but you're shipping it to a dealer, and you can support your local dealer by having everything set up and picking up your accessories and all that through the dealer.
3: Doesn't get any better than that. So that's pretty cool. We'll
0: do some. Uh, we're gonna do some video overviews on what bows we picked this year and why, and, and breakdowns and all that stuff. Um, also, Rogue Ridge and the Grind. Um, Rogue Ridge, of course, is the e-bikes. We just got a couple of them in today. We have uh, the 750 that folds Mm -hmm. and then the rigid frame 750 that we're planning on tearing up here. But uh, the grind turkey calls, man, these are diaphragm calls. Um, We got a bunch of them. I think we're going to do a giveaway. Eric has got a bunch of the diaphragm (laughs) calls, and he doesn't give a shit about turkeys. So he's like, let's do a giveaway. So we'll have a bunch that we're going to give away. I mean, diaphragm calls is the game there. Um, But check them out, the grind. They'll be – We'll be tearing them up here at uh, Turkey Palooza. Oh, yeah. It's probably the best thing when you're trying to draw a bow and, and call on a bird. Yeah. Also, Scent Crusher, um, no code for Scent Crusher right now. I'll, I'll do some prying on that for you guys. But, um, man, from the gear bag to the closets to all that stuff with Scent Crusher, man, it's hard to go wrong. i I I'd hate that people kind of like, man, Ozone's ozone's bullshit. It's black magic. Okay, <laughs> well, which, yeah. Fine, play the wind, but you can't, like, discredit Scent Control. Like, you have to do something.
3: Yeah, when you look at the big picture, I mean moisture is what causes the scent problems in our hunting clothes yep. and it's an easy solution. I mean, you can either wash your clothes every other time you go out like I do and then they shrink up and you look like you're wearing a size small. Or they're all faded. And yeah. <laughs> My junkie camo, I did that with. So now that I've got some nice camo, be rocking this scent crusher stuff, and you have to wash it one time a season, and then you just keep running cycles. And
0: also, if you listen to the previous episode where we talk about the whiskey wind, I don't know if you weren't on that one, Chandler. I but wasn't. We, oh, yeah, the whiskey wind. We, we named like um like an iffy wind, like a quartering wind. It'd be a quartering wind, like a wind that works for the deer, but it works for you, but it's uh, Kind of right on that edge. Yeah, we call that a whiskey wind. Because you take a shot, someone's getting fucked up. (laughs) So don't gamble on those whiskey wins. Scent Crusher. Check them out. All right. That's the partners. That's the business side of things. Thanks for supporting them, and we appreciate them supporting us. And we appreciate you being here. We hope you enjoy this episode. Well, you finally made it Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. Uh, you know we're all in here. Johnny Utah is back in the studio.
2: Love to be here, man. What's it's up, Favorite place to be in Illinois. Your sixth? Sixth? Sixth. Oh. Sixth sixth time up. up there. Yep. That's a lot of in-studio shows. That is, man. Um,
0: I wonder what the record is for in-studio guests.
2: Well, last time I was on, I think Casper had me beat by one. So Did he? Are we tied? Got to be getting close. Well,
0: in-studio, on you have to have more. Uh, but you all-time guests, I don't know about the count. He was just on one that launched to – well, the time where – That he, cat's always
2: one ahead of me. He's just – <laughs> he's an animal <laughs> that always stays out it's there. It's like, God dang, Clint. Um, welcome back, man. Dude, thanks for having me, man. Always a blast hanging out with you guys. It's good to see you. It's yeah, good to see you. I know.
0: I know. It's, it's, it's always better in person too, right?
2: Yeah. So much – yeah. Yeah, it's I agree. Better. And you get
0: to film and make yeah, something out of it. you get
2: to film. It. get to read. You know, like, as you guys know with the podcast, you guys have been doing them forever. Mm-hmm. Like, just – the chemistry that you get off the body language is way always so much better. It's yeah. way different.
0: Phone and interview, they work. You know, especially like in like COVID yeah. or like remote podcasts, But it's better. We're yeah. working on these uh, destination type pot, destination. We're working on that whole thing. Like people are going to be coming to us a lot more here right. soon. Right. No, I, we, we got yeah. some stuff we're planning on.
1: But uh, before we dive too deep, Doug has a veteran shout out that he wants to rip through. I do. Uh, this veteran shout out is brought to you by Operation HHA USA. Shout out to them. HHAUSA.org. Yep. And edu? Uh, they're uh, United right. Service Members in Archery. And this veteran shout-out was submitted by Jeremy Scoff, and the veteran name is Chris Edwards from uh, Nebraska Trade Show. Chris Edwards, what's up, dude? shout uh, out to you. He's in the Navy. It says, Chris served 20 years in the Navy and retired as chief master at arms. He was very successful while running a canine drug dog in law enforcement. He served his later years in the Navy as a recruit in Nebraska. Chris loved his career and has been strong family values and constant time away from them led to his retirement. He now spends his time running several businesses such as racks, big game supplements, Mm -hmm. big red outdoors, and recently started the Nebraska deer and game expo. We were just there. He He also serves as the president of the big game conservation association. Amongst all that, he lives and breathes hunting. He's become one of my best friends over the last few years and truly is a brother from another. Many hunt camps have let's say many many hunkins have came and will continue to be shared with him and i just wanted to thank him once again for his service to this great country very cool thank you for that submission and uh thank you for your service chris
0: thanks for your service chris good dude i think Take he's care. gonna come to the iowa show as a plan oh yes, so we'll get to hang out with him there awesome. i think awesome. so i think he's gonna try to make it out thanks uh, man great dude we enjoy the nebraska show man he's a man of many hats he's got his fingers i didn't, know I didn't know he did all that it's crazy shout out to him thanks for your service buddy and thanks for submitting a veteran shout out pretty cool Thank you, HHA USA, also. Um, cool. Johnny, what's up, dude? <laughs> it's like I want to ask you, like, what's new? But it, then it's like, what, what what's new first? Because you always got yeah. something going on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, work more hours. Yeah, yeah. Just so, start with that or what? Yeah, because
2: yeah. So I'm, I'm rocking, rocking a work more hours hoodie. My uh, mic
0: just got decked out with a work more mine. hours band.
2: Yeah, yeah, some silicone bands. That's uh,
0: fitting for the mic.
2: Yeah, it's – yeah, it, you know – The idea, and I had explained it before with the short film, Work More Hours, about my dad. Um, Anybody that follows me closely, um, you know, I recently lost my dad back in December. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, man. Appreciate it. And um, so it was always one of those things, like, I kind of wanted to do something more with Work More Hours, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, phrase. And it seemed kind of a fitting time to do it. Yeah. Um. And I said, you know, what if I just did like an apparel line? Started doing some shirts and hoodies and hats and yeah. swags, stuff like that. And I had a lot of people that said, that's cool, but, man, I don't know. Work more hours? Like being a workaholic, being away from your family? And I'm like, wait a second. When you – people associate the term work with like a nine to five and going out and, and working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's, it's work more in your relationship, work more in your faith or however you want to apply yeah, it. Work yeah. more in the woods, you right. know, be a better work, more hours to being a better steward, you know, in the, in the timber. Yeah. Like, um, it can apply to everything in life. And the, the underlying message that my dad was always trying to convey is nothing is free and you're going to have to earn it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to have to work for it. So to speak. for sure. Um, so, um. Yeah, getting ready to kick that brand off. Um, I've got uh got some swag out there floating around. Um, the website's the rocking almost done. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, so the website's almost done. Um, the plan is to have it launched early next week, and um, yeah, we'll go full blown. So it's already that.
0: up by the time this uh, there you go launches. So yeah. go check it out.
2: Yeah, go check it out. Yeah.
0: Very cool. Yeah, what I like that, hours? man. Because, yeah, like, when you think about the 9 to 5, that's not very much fun to work more hours at. But, no. you know, when it comes to, like, applying it to the podcast, I'm like, hell yeah, I'm all in. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? And so, in I tell you, apply. like, on yeah. the mic, and you gave us these badass stickers, I'm going to put one on the bottom of the com- computer monitor here. Yeah, yeah. So, and I'm like, I don't know, I don't really get burnt out on this because I like it a lot. But yeah. at a certain point, sure. you're like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a little bit. You need a mental yeah. break it every all... now and again. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, and I think that's the idea, like... With a good side hustle, as long as it's something you really love and you're passionate about, then it's easy to work more hours. 100%. Yeah. And go for it. So,
0: yeah, that's, that's true. Well, I like it where that applies. I love, I love it, dude. The saying's cool. The saying's cool. It It it, is
3: catchy. Simple. I like that. Yeah. Simple. It's simple.
0: And and I like how you just like your, like your hoodie or your, it's not a hoodie, it's a, it's a crew neck, which yeah, it looks great, by the way. Dude, I'm bringing back the crew necks. Yeah, I'm I got all, too
2: much hair for a, for a hoodie all the time.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm all for the crew necks, man. Yeah, Me too. Yeah, yeah. You got to get a good quality crew neck, though. Yeah, a good quality crew yeah. neck. hard to beat. Yeah. Right. Or a yeah. good, like, you need one of them uh, windbreaker type jackets. They're like uh-huh. silky looking oh, with yeah. the stripes on the sleeves. Yeah. That's what we need right there. There we go. Put <laughs> a pullover. Repping man, it up. <laughs> so work more hours. Man, we should talk about um, bourbon barrel calls because turkey yeah. season's right around the corner, man.
2: Yeah, man. I tell you, you know, last year started that company November 3rd of 19. Yeah, um, yeah. So I had a lot of early order Christmas sales, you mm-hmm. know, to kind of get through the winter, and then things kind of kicked into the season. And the brand was still growing, which was actually probably a good thing, because I was out chasing, you know, turkeys all over the country myself. Right. Um, But still had a phenomenal opening year, probably sold somewhere around 550, 600 calls, you know, that first Hell yeah. four months of the business. And... For 2021, uh, closing in on 250 calls already in Very 2021. Nice. Wow. Um, do you find more people? I know people use them, but do yeah. more people buy them for art? I'd say I'd say 60% use them, 40% just put them up in a man cave it's kind of cool either yeah. way right They look so yeah. good
3: you almost feel guilty scratch i, know. <laughs> I, not... I, I scratch mine i'm like damn it, i wish i wouldn't have done that <laughs> yeah. i was gonna do that yeah. and
1: then i was talking to austin he looked he's like i don't know if i'd scratch that one i was like i think i'm gonna keep it as
2: a collection yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind yeah. of
0: something you get like a nice like framed up like yeah it looks good like kind. at the bar yeah yeah so I mean, you got both
2: markets yeah right right and yeah. i mean you know the business side of me says, I don't care what you do with yeah. it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, Titan, it's yours. <laughs> yeah, right. It's yours, right? Yeah. Um, What? What? They, what they what's your sound good? What's maybe. your
0: favorite to see? Do you like to see? Well, of course, you want to see people kill birds with it, but yeah. But uh, I mean, is it kind of? It's kind of cool to like see it up in a man cave. Like. Yeah,
2: yeah. Either way, it's a, it's a. It, to me, it's like an, it's an honor that if somebody has it as a keepsake and they want to keep it in yeah. a man cave. Yeah. Um, and then it's also one of those cool things like, if I participated in one percent of their success of. Killing a bird. Right. And that's just as cool to me, too. You yeah. Know?
0: For sure. Yeah. I guess either way, it's completely fine. Well, I saw,
1: didn't someone do like uh for a wedding party? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. I awesome. actually Wade that's Borman. Cool.
2: Oh, it's oh, Wade! Yeah, yeah, Wade. Wade did a, the the best man and the groomsman package. So, good, which yeah. now that created the whole wedding collection that's on the website. That's cool. That is yeah. awesome. I'd be jacked up oh, if yeah. I got one of those. Right? Yeah, because I mean, oh, yeah, think yeah. About how many flask I have. That. Oh yeah. Right. Or bottle openers. Yeah. I'm like, come on! I'm done Our going and playing around to golf with the boys. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say I really enjoy a
0: flask as a gift. <laughs> I, got, I got enough flask. Right. Yeah, I've got enough of this. bourbon barrel flask. Yeah. Just yeah. Keep refilling a full bourbon. <laughs> yep.
2: So it's a. Uh, no, we've actually got a partnership um, that we're kicking off. We're um, doing 110 calls, actually, for one particular gentleman in the state of Iowa. Can but, you say? Um, when's this, Aaron? Like a week, two weeks? Probably right after Iowa show, so two Go weeks. Go check out Knock On TV.
0: Okay. Yeah. Old Old Mr. Duds, huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Snap. That's so a that's, big deal.
2: That's been every night till 3 o'clock in the morning.
0: How long does it take you to make one call? Um, if I I guess it probably depends, right? Yeah.
2: I mean, if I have all the components there beginning to end and, and let's say I'm not waiting for like glue to dry and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, I can do a call. mm, Let's say I can do 10 calls in an hour. Mm -hmm. Um, but when a volume order comes in like that in the month of February with a two week deadline, I was like seriously Dudley like you're killing me (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, but it's John Dudley so it's like all right dude we'll we'll do whatever it takes let's make it happen so very cool um yeah so that was that was a cool collaborative project to work on with those guys and um um hopefully it leads to leads to more things down the road you know yeah of course so we'll see but I mean we're it forced me to actually do some different stuff um I was battling a supply chain with my wooden boxes and I'll admit my wooden boxes I'm I was buying them from a US manufacturer or supplier but I'm sure they were probably coming from overseas. Yeah. And with COVID and shipping and just everything else that's going on and Chinese New Year and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I was having supply issues so I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to go to a new package. Mhm. Um let's think about this. But I got like a day to design it and figure it out. So yeah. we're switching over to a rusted tin box. Oh, that's pretty cool. And I think that people would actually keep the tin boxes keep pins keys, right right change whatever yeah. you know mm-hmm. um, so i think it'll actually encourage people to keep it more and if it's got the logo on it then that just helps with branding for sure so it was design that and then now design a new logo to go on that tin because i really can't stencil it the way i used to so right. man i'm telling you it was like panic at the disco <laughs> for like two days i was I like bet. i was like i gotta get this figured out you know what i mean and then i'm sitting there looking at my watch and i'm like the deadline doesn't move just because I'm having problems. Right, yeah. right. So, man, yeah, it's like supply issues with COVID.
0: It just seems like it's crazy everywhere,
2: you know. And I mean, the amount of phone calls. I, I you guys might get it too, like on your swag, dude. It's, I ordered it's a, a shirt a week ago. Where's it at? And I'm like, I don't work for UPS. Like, yeah. I'm sorry.
0: It's a problem we had, we've been having packages get lost. Yeah. And then uh like some of our hats have been back ordered, we can't get them in. Yeah. And just like I don't it's what the
2: hell? It's a pain. And yeah. I keep telling people I'm like I don't work for the postal service, like mm-hmm. I'm sorry.
0: Right. Well, that's what we like for these trade shows coming up, we ordered our stuff weeks and weeks and yeah. weeks ago because yeah. we want to make sure we have enough for the for these shows. Yep. So, I mean, what do you do? It sucks It's hard on everybody, but Yeah. Hopefully we'll get through it. We'll see. Yeah,
2: yeah. it's um you know, you almost wonder, like, with the whole COVID thing, it did create more online sales. And then COVID and winter storm has created a problem with online sales. Yeah. So is, it, <laughs> right. is this a shift back to brick and mortar? They can just physically go pick it up and they don't have to wait to have it shipped to them or something? I, you know, I don't know. Yeah.
0: It all depends. I don't know. I like online ordering's great. But yeah. sometimes I like to kick tires and feel things and oh, look yeah. at well, them yeah. and buy them. Yeah. But Overall, I'm ordering online for yeah. the most part. For the but, most part,
2: yeah. I think yeah. I'm too.
0: Unless yeah. it's like a local biz that I'm like, and I know I could order this him. on Amazon, or if I go there, it's better for yeah. that. You know, I'm all for that. I so.
2: have like a 15% rule. I'll pay up 15% to support local. That's fair. But if it's more than that, I got to go online. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's probably fair, right? Yeah. I, Roughly? I hope. People <laughs> like, he's a dick. I <laughs> 25%. Dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Support Joe McGillicuddy. You know? Yeah, no
0: shit. So we got Work More Hours. We got Bourbon Barrel. I'm, I'm trying to catch everybody up to speed yeah. on all your stuff. I mean, rattle them through. We got Arrow Wild. We got Johnny Utah Creative. Yeah. And then that am part mi- of the Am business? I missing a brand? Not, no, that's, okay. that's it for now. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, now. shit, what else you got going on? Well, that's on?
2: what I told my wife. I said, hey, I'm going to kick off this Work More Hours brand. And she's like, oh, you should definitely do that in all your free time. <laughs> i'm like yeah nice I'm like, thanks i'm like know where she stands and all yeah thing. yeah um but johnny utah creative has actually taken off um a lot more i've um kind of gotten into the world of catfishing catfishing yeah like you act like a woman online and then meet somebody yes, like i'm johnny that, utah that is exactly <laughs> just, what I do. just film it all yeah yeah <laughs> nice uh, yeah so um nice. in previous podcasts Sick. I had talked about like go where the competition isn't, right? Mm-hmm. So, this is another one of those little case studies and you know, practice what you preach, right? Yeah. So, hunting in the hunting industry can get a little crowded in space yes, and space. It gets a little gobbled up. Yeah, yeah. it's beyond crowded sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, um, catfishing community was a whole another market. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I, there's just
0: catfishing niche versus. Yep. Well, of course there is, right? That's how ignorant I am to it. Okay. Sorry. I'm cutting yeah. you off, but I'm kind of like, cat. yeah. Well, you know, there's, there's like fishing. There's bass fishing, there's right? There's yeah, cat yeah. Fishing, right. saltwater,
2: you know, fly fishing. So, mm-hmm. um, had an opportunity through some friends of mine. There's actually a nonprofit that I do a lot of work with, uh, a veteran nonprofit out in Pennsylvania. Oh, really? Yep. Shout him out. Uh, yeah. Heroes outdoor therapy. It's cool. A husband and wife deal. Um, good friends of mine. Yes, sir. And um, so they they introduced me to the catfishing thing. They mm-hmm. said, "Hey, we'll pay you to come out here and photo film, you know us on a boat fishing one weekend." And I had fun doing it. And then they introduced me to this tournament series called the Catmasters.
3: And the Catmasters <laughs> is huge, it's it's kind of awesome. like the Bassmasters, you know? Right? Yeah. right. I'm jacked up about this. Like Catmasters. I'm going to look yeah. this up. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Catmasters. Fanta- yeah. So a, a guy, uh,
2: a guy by the name of Brian St. Alma, he started down in Texas. He started this this tournament, and it was like a bet a bunch of guys were sitting around drinking bourbon one night and somebody bet him that he could not start a successful catfishing tournament series. <laughs> and he was like, I'll take that bet. You right. know, next morning he's like, Oh boy. You know? Oh. And so he dove into it and some of their catfishing tournaments are paying 50 grand to first place. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> this I, isn't chump. Sh- this is like real shit. You know, I will
0: back this fishing thing up. I watched on like outdoor sportsman's channel the other night. Um, I turned it on. I have sling yeah. and a bass fishing tournament was on and I, I like to fish when I'm like, oh, I'm fishing, but I just don't have the initiative to like go fishing. Like I fished with you one time. I'm an idiot when it comes to (laughs) fishing, but I'm like, this is so much fun. But I was watching this bass fishing tournament, and I'm like, I watched it. I was more into it than a hunting show. (laughs) I'm like, this is badass, and because it's a different market, I'm not used to. Every commercial's got some big bass fisherman's face, and he's like in his truck with
3: this boat promoting a product. I'm like. This it's almost worse, yeah, yep. than the hunting industry. Yeah, right. that's kind of what's cool about the catfishing side of it, though, because it's really not commercialized as not much yet. as the bass side. So right. you're not hop, you're hopping <laughs> in Cat at the right investors.
2: time. Yep, and that's kind of where I come into it. Is these guys are like we want to be more professional with it. Yeah, we want we need to attract corporate sponsors and stuff like that. What's the best way to go about doing it? And what I have seen is a lot of their logos. You remember like the no fear logo? Yeah. A yep. lot of their logos kind of have that no fear look to it. That, I'm like that
0: nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, 90s man, we, need rock-ish.
2: To, we need to modernize, <laughs> yeah. you know, some of this. And, um, anyways, they, like I said, they had the, um, the wherewithal, you know, that mm-hmm. they need to kind of grow this thing and, and promote it better. And, uh, so that's what, kind of where I came in and started doing photo video stuff for them. And then now some of their corporate sponsors are seeing what I'm doing from them, and then they're calling me. So now I'm doing work for their sponsors as well. No kidding. So it's just kind of spiraled, and, yeah, it's been it's been cool. And then along the way, <laughs> I've learned that I actually like catfishing. You know yeah. what I mean? It's I've awesome. never done it, ever. Yeah. And, I mean, I had just done it like farm pond in Kentucky. Right, right? yeah. You caught, like, a three-, four-pounder, and you were like, score! Right, you know? right, right. And then uh, the it's first like waiting game, so yeah, yeah. It's well, like bass where you just keep casting. We it's would, a good, we it's would a good cast, beer drinking sport. Yeah, we will. We would cast and just throw a big rock on the re, on the rod and reel and I'd go <laughs> home or I'd go jump on a tractor and I'd go mow a field. Then when I got done come that night, and, I'd come back with my flashlights and see if I had anything, you know, on some dough bait or whatever. But yeah, they were like, yeah, just cut up the skip jack and just chuck that fucker out there in the water. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Very first time I cast, I didn't even have the rod back in the rod holder. Oh, dang. And all of a sudden, I see the eyelet, like, go into no the kidding. water. And I'm like, what am I supposed Oh, shit, I'm supposed to pull, you know? So I crank on this thing, and I'm thinking, like, bass. <laughs> you yeah. know? I'm like, oh, there's like there's something big on there. Uh-huh. So they all think I'm just fucking with them, you know? And I'm like, cranking, cranking, <laughs> cranking. And they're like, you're full of shit. Like, you're hung on a ledge or, you know, whatever. <laughs> or you're pretending it's a big fish. Yeah. And I'm, like, when the veins pop out, like, in my forehead, like, it's not a little fish. Like, <laughs> right, yeah. I'm struggling here, you know? So, I finally get this thing, you know, in. I'm looking at the line counter, and it's, like, 375 or some shit, you know? Yeah. And I'm, like, oh, boy, it's going to take a while. So, I get this thing in, and it ends up being a
3: 48-pound blue. Damn. And I'm, like, oh, no my kidding. God, that's, a
2: like, a river monster. That
3: is a monster. Yeah. Really? Yeah.
0: I don't know shit about catfish. Dude, like, a
3: 48-pound yep. cat is a freaking giant.
2: No yeah. shit. Yeah, I've got a picture on my phone holding it up, and... You know, I've got one hand in the mouth, and I've got one kind of under its belly, and I'm like this. I'm like, no you kidding. know, like 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm just, you know. Dude, that would jack. be that would be fun. Yeah, so that, that catching little fish is not cool for me. Neither you know, is killing, I'm not a huge fishing person. Yeah, I was going to say,
0: neither is killing small bucks, but I was a joke for Yeah, but time. I kill a lot of those. <laughs> it's like, we all lived that life at once.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, but, man, I tell you, it's it's a lot of frigging fun. And then the guys boat that we were on. Um, he's actually, uh, he has four purple hearts and, um, mm-hmm. this guy, Matt Mitchell, shit. he's a, he's a badass. four. Yeah. He's got four. God yeah, days. He's a super cool guy. And I was like, man, I was like, what do you think about that? Beginner's luck. He's like, that ain't too shabby there, John <laughs> buddy. You know, <laughs> all low key about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it's not too bad. And he's like, we're only about 10 feet away from my best anchor spot. I'm like, yeah, what, what was your best here that I beat it? And he goes, ah, you're about 50 pounds shy of my first best. Yeah. A
3: whole nother fish.
2: Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'll sit down now. I'll shut my
3: mouth. <laughs> guys, can I sit over here? Yeah. <laughs> not, exactly. not bad for your first fish coming out. Tony. No, not
0: no, not bad. Yeah. Is that
2: a river you guys were in? Or? Yeah. yeah. I'm assuming that's where they get the biggest is rivers.
3: Yeah, we were real close, uh, pretty close to like a dam. You know, yeah. What about the Mississippi? The, We're right on the miss. Uh, like, we we see big flatheads, but yeah. as far as blues go, I mean, I, we don't see we see them, but they're not. I've never right. seen a monster like a thirty pound blue. Yeah, uh, they I'm gotta sure, be out I'm sure there. That, though, that they're right? out there. Like I've yeah. got commercial fishing buddies that are probably laughing at me right now. But like the big fish that I see are the big, you know, sixty seventy pound flatheads. Uh-huh. The flatheads are the big ones. Yeah, they're huge. Yeah. So I'll I mean, tell you a
0: story. And I was a, I was young. I knew a guy that fished the river a lot. And he said that he had some diver buddies that would dive down in the Mississippi and said there'd be, like, old cars on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And he said there'd be catfish in those old cars as big as the as the roof. Sure. Now, I don't know if that's true. You always no.
3: hear those tales. It's funny. But, my, my grandfather was actually a commercial fisherman. No kidding. Uh, he would never—actually, a commercial fisherman that didn't swim, believe that. But <laughs> he uh, he would have buddies— He'd have buddies that would go down and dive. They'd have to go down and do work on the lock and dams, and they'd dive down there, and he'd say the same thing. There's catfish down there the size of guys swimming around.
0: <laughs> no kidding. <Yeah>. It's freaky. <laughs> that That's, is kind of yeah. scary. They kind
2: swallow of, you. Yeah, it's, it's
0: freaky. <laughs> what happens if one of them bites on your arm and pulls you down in?
2: Oh, I, I got cut. Like, I had on gloves, um, but it still kind of ripped through the glove a little bit. Yeah. And I had a little. Have I you ever done the noodle one thing? No. The other there with hannah i was gonna do that last summer uh um, i wouldn't i don't know if i'd be out i don't know if she that. like got busy or she like cool girl She cool something. girl yeah, yeah she tried so. got, she she's mixing it up with theo vaughn yeah, i know i, I mean, thought she's
0: out there with theo vaughn and the next thing you know she's not dating her country boy anymore i don't know what's up with that oh no easy all yeah. that Jesus. hey i'm just saying i see what i see yeah <laughs> that's, that's poor decisions in my opinion i don't know about yeah. noodle though. No. i don't know yeah i'm not
3: sticking my it. hand in it. you yeah. gotta think about what that'd feel like man that'd be intense i want to do it one time just yeah. to say i've done it I would, I yeah, yeah i wild. would do it
2: once yeah. well and it caught like from talking to her and seeing like the scars on her arm like i know that they bite hard <laughs> oh yeah right
0: know? it's is it more of a pressure bite
2: yeah
3: yeah but yeah. they yeah. have these really hard lips with the te- the little teeth on them so it's uh-huh. like a real aggressive sandpaper And when they clamp on they don't let up yeah. have you done it you probably just know. I've been, noticed from I've been bit. Them. Yeah, I've picked them up by the lips and got bit. So I could imagine what a yeah. thirty or forty pounder would feel like biting yeah. on your arm. And,
2: and I guess, like I said, I I knew that it was going to bite down, uh, but it still kind of caught me off guard. I didn't think that it would be that hard. Right. Yeah, yeah, they bite right. hard. No kidding. Yeah, yeah, it, bite, it bites hard, and they're slimy. So you know yeah, what I mean? Is creepy. So like, I grabbed onto one, and then it bit, and it it you know kind of kicked a little bit, and I'm trying to hold on to it, and. Like I say, when I say slime, I'm talking like goo, like (laughs) snot slime. You know what I mean? They're just covered in it. And of course this thing like you know, pops out of my hands and falls, and they're like, get a hold of the damn fish. And I'm like, It's a a forty eight pound
0: loogie. Yeah, I'm like, I'm just sorry. I'm weird with like fish and birds. I'm just unfamiliar with fish, you know. Like I never I never did it growing up. But anyway, I don't know. That's just me. Unfamiliar with fish, unfamiliar with that whole deal but yeah
1: i kind of am too but i mean that'd be fun to do
2: yeah so yeah next um next month is your camera on here johnny i don't yeah. see it blinking okay um should be i don't
1: see i was I watching don't, it I don't see blink either
3: that is the fanciest gopro yeah. i've ever seen in my life okay there it is nah, was, was it off yeah it was oh yeah, nice good save then. good call yep um anyway I'm looking out for you man
2: yeah so next month um i fly to pennsylvania mm-hmm and I'm shipping my rod and reels out there ahead of time, and uh, I'm going to fish two days on the Potomac, which is cool because you're fishing and then you've got DC monuments in the background, like catching fish, looking at the no Memorial. Cool. Yep. Um, so I'm going to do that for two there days is right there, and then I I'm actually going to film that for uh, an Arrow Wild episode. Oh yeah, it's not bow hunting.
0: You should though. That's cool. What's going to be awesome? Yeah, we need. I, some I different... would. It's just an experience, you know. Yeah. A lot of people and, like to see like. Well, and kind of behind the scenes or different types yeah. you know. Well,
2: and that's kind of the way I'm going to do it too. Like I'm—I don't know shit about shit when it comes to cat, you know, catching catfish. <laughs> yeah. And that's how I'm going to do the episode. Mm-hmm. I'm out there with experienced people, and they're kind of be, you know, kind of teaching me. Yeah. And, Which um, I think is
0: cool because as they're teaching you, they're teaching people watching. Exactly. I'll watch that one because I'm like I don't know anything about this.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, where and I know like the the typical way is to be like, yeah, I mean I've been. Catfishing my whole life, you know. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. This is the second time I've been on a boat. You should, <laughs> you, know? you should do it as like
0: a spoof, like you're like tell the camera, you know, I don't know shit, but then yeah. go on there like you're this expert and watch everybody laughing. Just
1: film it all. <laughs> like every time you said the hook, you act like a badass. Yeah, yeah this yeah. guy's an asshole.
2: <laughs> if I like birds nest something, I'll be like. Yeah, cut that out. Yeah, cut yeah, the camera. Bring a big
3: jar of stink bait. Just be flinging it everywhere. <laughs> just dump it in the water. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm sure to chumming, breathe, chumming the it water. Up the water. <laughs> <laughs> chumming. I heard that works good <laughs> for catfish. Like a five gallon bucket of shit. <laughs> <laughs> just an hassle.
1: Yeah, so. that's
0: cool, man. Way to dive into a, like a unknown, but probably more untapped market. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah,
2: like I said, it's go where people aren't.
0: Let me ask you a question. Yep. Uh, this is kind of for everybody. Johnny, of course, you go first, though. What's an untapped... What's the least untapped market in hunt, bow hunting or hunting?
2: Ooh. The least untapped. Well... We'll go big game. I'm going through the process of elimination. Like They're all kind of tapped. Like, what is worn out? Like, public land. Public land scouting. Um... Yeah, I'm Those tired are, of that.
0: I'm tired of the public versus private conversation. It's stupid. Yeah. Um, like, we just, what's time to move on? Tree stands. Yeah. tired of that. Try, it's, let's move on. Um,
2: um, man, what is the least tapped? See, and that's just it. I, like, I'm having a really hard time even thinking that's the thing. of something that's new. You know what I think
0: would be if I had to pick yeah. and g- agree or disagree and I might end up changing my mind as I start to talk about it like but me trying to dig up something with that question mm-hmm. would be like um highly strategic strategies like with wind for whitetails because I think it takes you have to build up to the skill level to wrap your head around how those strategies actually work. One yeah, no that's a good one. You know what I mean? So it's harder to tap into that because yeah, you can talk about it, and there's guys like, well, yeah, into the wind. But it's like you don't really know until you've, like, learned your way into that. Yeah. So maybe that's not a great comparison. It's like well, Everest. Like, yeah, you could be up, at, but you don't know, no, until you get to the top and you've been there. and you die. Like, till you die, til you, die, you yeah. freeze. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, and, no, that's a good point, too, because a lot of that information is such high-level It's over a lot of people's heads, whether they admit it or you not. don't take course one to get to two, you're not gonna understand three. If mm-hmm. you don't have three, you sure as hell ain't understanding four. That's
0: exactly it. So But that's me digging. That's me digging yeah, for one of them. Well you know what but I mean? then
2: the other part of that too is it's hard to explain that. Like how do you explain wind? Like the way that you would have to do the photo in the video, you would almost have to use like smoke bombs Yeah. And really film the wind from like a drone. There's been
0: guys do like whiteboard stuff. Uh, There's been guys that do like, if you have like a good graphics guy that does the whole digital thing where it's like, you need the guys that do
2: that fucking uh, gold rush. You ever seen gold rush? Where where they they do do, the the illustration, the animation, (laughs) the animation. Well,
0: some shows do that. I can't, I can't tell you what one right off the top of my head, but I've seen it where it's got like a deer decoy standing there. And it's like, the animation shows your wind is like like, overhead. Yeah. But even then I don't, I don't know how that translates 'cause a lot of yeah. people it's over a lot of people's heads. But I don't know, that's me scraping the bottom of the barrel to think of something and, that's I untapped know, and tough. honey. Yeah. You'd have to do it had to be something like outside of Whitetails like what Jim Shockey does where it's like some weird Kadurka Durkistan where he's over there like trying to kill some is that offensive? No, is it that's <laughs> just funny? Trying to, kind k- of, but it's awesome.
2: <laughs> I was just like going, uh-huh. Yeah, I've heard of that country wait, I've never heard of that country. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's where uh they film Borat, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Kazakhstan. Like, some crazy Very like horned nice. animal or like right. some twenty pound, you know, fang deer or whatever. Yeah. But that I don't know, that's a stretch. It's all
2: tapped pretty heavily. It is. It, you know, it's, it's all been it's
0: kind of sad. We can't think of something that's not, but that's also why marketing is challenging because it is it takes more thought. It,
2: it's what's going next. And like I said, maybe I took, I kind of took the easy way and said, let's just leave hunting for a little bit. Hey. Let's just do something different.
0: Yeah. But that's not dumb. No, I don't think, I mean, hope no, not. it's not at all. There's too many people. I mean, here's the problem. I think with hunting, you had so many guys writing the trends, whether or not I, and maybe I'm wrong here. I hope I'm wrong actually. Um, you have guys riding the trends of. I'll just use the public land hunting thing, and yeah. from the ground, da da da. You got got production guys and uh, marketing people hopping on those trends, yeah. even probably if they're not even interested in doing it. Yeah. But they just know it'll get them views. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. like to me, I'm like, if I'm not don't find it interesting, I'm not going to do it. I
1: don't care how many views or likes yeah. or listens it gets. I would so, be more like Johnny. Really like. Oh, that's cool, but like, what are people not doing? Well, right. but, yeah, but yeah. you're
0: learning yeah. while you're doing it too. <laughs> Like, you're not yeah. just doing it because no one's there, but you're probably interested because you don't know anything about no, it. No, yeah,
2: and, you know, I don't know anything about it. Uh, I want to learn about it, and I literally want this to be 12 months a year. Yeah. I want to do something on the woods or water 12 months a year. Mm-hmm. This is what I do for a living, and um, I had a I had kind of a, a void in, in the season, and I thought, you know, everybody I know that hunts has fished before.
3: Yeah, I right. think it's relatable to a yeah. big crowd. I mean, everybody's went catfishing, but not a lot of people are good at it or understand. Yeah, it. Yeah, so I sure. think you're. I think it's farm of in a farm pond, you yeah. know what?
0: You know what the least tapped thing in hunting is? I just thought of it. The, the, it's tapped, but the least tapped. Okay, predator honey.
2: I've got that on, my <laughs> it's on the list. Yeah, it's on my list. <laughs> but am I? Am I right? Yeah. No. Probably. No, you're right. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's done. Um, but I would agree. That um, it's definitely
3: gaining popularity. Yeah. I think it's hard yeah. to film a mm-hmm. little bit, you know, yeah.
2: Yeah. especially self filming. Yeah. Uh, self filming. Yeah. Stuff like that. And hey, they're not called Wiley Coyotes, you know, for nothing.
3: Right. <laughs> really. I mean, so. Yeah, and if you're doing it at
1: night, I mean, I exactly. How, how, do you do you film you, that? how do you film
3: That's that? The thermal game has really came on yeah. strong the last yeah. couple of years. Everybody's diving into these new thermal stuff. I'm set-up. not mad at
0: it. Take your yeah. double barrel crossbows and yeah. go out yeah, there yeah, do whatever the fuck you want. Did you see that
2: post that? I guess like the last 48 hours caught a lot of traction. There was a video that some people put out and it's about coyote hunting mm-hmm. a competition coyote hunting. And they presented the video from a, a negative stance. Oh yeah. I oh really? That yeah. That it's not, you know, it's not, you're not predator hunting. You're just championship stacking up coyotes for money. Mm, and like, I understand. Like an anti like, put yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah. Anti did. And I kind of under, I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand it. I I'm not going to say I'd believe.
3: Uh, well, you I'm can see, take the right way. To, that'd be a good way to appeal to a crowd of people that aren't hunters. Yeah, you know? correct. It yeah. looks yeah. bad on paper. It Looks because yeah. there's like, yeah. uh, like but the thumbnail the the day,
1: was how many? It's like 50
2: dead coyotes stacked. Yeah. yeah, and and I get it. That looks bad. But if you can get past that, and you say, "Well, look how many turkeys are now survived. Look how many yeah, horses. Exactly. Look how many fawns. Yeah. You well, know, what like, kills
1: coyotes if we don't? exactly well then the next thing you see is that i mean i don't know if you guys saw that video of the coyote killing that dog uh-huh yeah like, jesus you know what's messed up
0: yeah uh, you see we see like the coyotes killing dogs or, or cats or running off of the cat in its mouth mm-hmm. or like wolves coming up dude they oh, snatch people watching wolves <laughs> dude, right yeah. watching the, like a uh, like there's videos people put up surveillance of like a wolf killing like a golden retriever yeah and it's like messed up as it is it's kind of important that those videos are out there right true yeah you know what I mean? It, because it gets a lot of people that never thought about it going, oh, my yep. God. That could be my dog. That could be my yep. dog. But it's like right. if coyotes are up running up and, and whacking in your out backyard, dogs yeah. in your backyard when they could be eating deer, it's like, well, maybe they should be managed. Everything's fair game. Yeah. Well, I mean, hell, we talk to people from Wyoming and so say they'll, they'll knock out a whole cattle pasture and just eat the noses off them and that's keep crazy. going.
2: Yeah, that's not killing for food. That's just no. killing to kill. Farm just killing to kill.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean.
2: I get why I get why that
0: competition stuff looks bad on paper. Yeah. But yep.
2: so um, I'm gonna fly to uh, to PA and do the catfishing deal, take cat all masters. my gear. Yeah, and then I'm going to then fly down to Florida, kick off Osceola turkey season with my oh. bow down there. Kick ass. And then um, then I'll fly back to Iowa just so I can get my truck so i can drive back down to alabama (laughs) to photo film uh the final cat masters tournament the championship this is where all the points are going to be added up and this is where the grand champion gets awarded (laughs) money um down there at um let's see that is in decatur alabama Mm -hmm. is where their final tournament is but that one i think that one the classic i think it pays i think that one pays 50 grand no kidding
0: so you're, yep. you're killing,
2: you're going to go, are you going for a slam again for birds? Yes, sir. You are again. Yeah. You get, you let, were, let it be heard. Let it be noted. I'm going to try to be a, a back-to-back grand slam champion. That would be cool. Going for the ship. So you weren't just like, I'm cool with the first one. No. Uh, I mean, I was. And then I had one person tell me, like, damn, dude, you got lucky. Ah. <laughs> so <laughs> you, you know, had to say, did you, <laughs> know, you? <laughs> know who you are? Yeah. So, so you uh, had to go back. And I right, was like, all right, fuck it. I'll do it twice. Okay, I'll try with a bow. I'll try. You know, with a yeah. bow. Yeah, again with a bow.
0: That's yeah. that's hardcore. I like that. Yeah, that's what I want to get into because turkey season's right around the corner. Yeah, I'm I'm getting more into turkeys. Like the more I hang
3: out with Doug and the yeah. Lord think, here and awesome. Ross, like it was always kind of just a uh, filler. Yeah. Well, it t- it perfectly sets in with a whitetail hunter schedule, so it's. It, everything's coming back alive Mm -hmm. and you're starting to feel like getting back outside again and then you step out and you hear that gobbler in the background and you're like, well, shit, I can chase that with my bow. Why wouldn't I do it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. That's the nice thing about it. And I'm I'm getting the appeal is greater, especially after decapping one. Oh, yeah. It's it's almost like it's a little, it's a step, kind of like with the slam. Uh You know, turkey hunting with a shotgun, uh, not always real difficult. I mean, it is sometimes they're stubborn. It can be. It definitely can be. With a bow, it's really hard. Then you like decap, and you got to have them at like six yards, and it's got to be perfect. Right. But then it also is like adds another layer of frustration. But which, which makes it sweeter when yeah. you're successful. Uh-huh. But I imagine that's a little bit of the allure to going for another slam.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, last year a slam during COVID and avoiding Nebraska, um, not being able to, you know, go for a Miriams or a, or a Rio out there. And again, if anybody goes to Nebraska and they shop their what they call a Rio and a Miriam out there, I'm not going to say it's not one. But I'll say, do you count the, hybrids? The, but the purist will say it's a hybrid. You know, yeah. Um, so last year, Slam forced me to go to Texas for a Rio, and then the Black Hills for you know for the Miriams. I killed
0: a Rio in Kansas. Does that yeah. count? You'd say no, huh? No.
2: <laughs> Technically.
0: It's western Kansas.
2: Oh, okay. Now if it's like western Kansas or like southwestern Kansas. They just then, has a hybrid, yeah, you though, can didn't they? Yeah, you can get they it. Have, some, he
0: said they they have no Easterns, but they, they're on the he showed
2: he, they in their thing they're like, That's a hybrid you'll know and they show yeah, us, yeah. um And and if he was up front like that then and he said you killed a Rio, then I'm sure then you did. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah.
0: I'll show the mounts right there. Yeah. It's I I think it's a Rio well, by go back back to there. see. Yeah. What's up? you go back there. I do want to go back to Kansas and Hunt. I'd like to get a Merriam yeah.
2: next. They're they're cool. They're they they are super cool and um just so much white. And then yeah. you know yeah. I did actually so where I, you know, where I hunted at in uh, South Dakota, uh, I was out there with Wade. I crashed on a couch yeah. out there with uh, with Wade from Game. You met up with the Buckstorm guys. Yeah, yes, I met briefly. up with the Buckstorm guys and they actually were the ones that kind of pointed me to a to a spot yeah. and said this is where they were two or three weeks ago. They're killers. You don't know if they are now, but, you know, give it a shot. Yeah. So um, I went out there and just parked it, you know, all day. But, yeah, called in a couple of birds. Yeah. Hey, so, I think you can do it again. I'm going to try. Like I said, it all kind of starts off with Florida. I mean, if I strike out on the Osceola, then it's kind of like game that's, over.
1: That's what's rough about <laughs> a grand slam. Like, you just fuck up the first one. You're like, well, fuck. I know. I mean, it's, it's gone. I know. You can't get it back. That's what's yeah, tough. And,
2: I mean, and to me, like, in all honesty, like three out of four, that's useless to me. <laughs> yeah. It's either all or nothing.
0: Well, I mean, you get a lot of free time if you don't kill one in Florida. <laughs> I know. I'll be so bummed. <laughs>
2: will you, you Will you continue to hunt the rest if you don't get one oh, in Florida? Oh, yeah. You yeah. Will. I mean, I'll at least. That's still content. Yeah, I'll at least go back. Well, I've already bought myself to go to tag, so, so you got to go. Yeah, so I'll at least go back out there. Um, I'll do Florida last. Honestly. Yeah. Because
0: yeah. they don't look any different than the Eastern, do they?
2: Um, Not really. Just smaller. Oh, they are a yeah. lot smaller. Yeah, a lot smaller. I mean, the one I shot last year was like 19 and a half pounds. And if I would have put in the, to the hundred, you know, hundred bucks into the Calcutta pot, I would have taken home like five grand.
0: I was going to say that's like that doesn't sound like a small bird because my Rio was 24 pounds. It's a good bird. And they said it was a, yeah, real I mean, good a Rio.
2: 19 and a half pound Osceola is a, like an ostrich. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, hey, can you kill ostrich? Can you hunt? They were like, uh, I no, you can. Second place bird was like 14 pounds or something. Wow. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. That's That's big, big difference. So you're going
3: to do it yeah. this year? Um, yeah. We'll try. Hey, you never know. Do, 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 do I remember it. this right? It's been a long time since I looked into this. Don't, uh, osceola birds have really long spurs in Rio. relation to. Typically, Rios will have some okay. really long spurs. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm kind of uneducated yeah. on the turkey thing. It's Miriams been a long will time. have
0: oscillated. The, the Mexican I, turkeys.
3: Oscillated. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Am I saying that right? They yeah. have like
0: daggers like that. Okay. Yeah. But they I have know. no beards. That's and a they, Mexican bird. I want yeah. one of those mounted. Dude, have you ever seen one in person? They are They're pretty. It's like, They're, it's like a peacock. They are yeah, fucking almost. badass, yeah. man. I went to... Uh, I had one... So I, I hadn't been on the... Long, I had wasn't woke up to um, the Old Barn taxidermy deal, but I went to... At the time, went to... Uh, God damn it. What's the name of the taxidermist? Pike County, awesome guy, turkey guy, um, but he had a bunch mounted wow. in there, and I was like, "Can I come back and look?" And he's like, "Yeah, check them out." And he had uh, like a scenery of three of them mounted together. Oh, cool! Oh, dude, they're insane. Yeah, I'm. Like, i want to go to Mexico.
2: Yeah, just for that. Yeah, yeah, and the food. Yeah, but um, and the them. beer. <laughs> yeah, and I the know tequila. the the Miriams like typically because it's like kind of a mountain bird they'll have shorter beards and shorter spurs because they're rubbing them on all that rock and you right. know, stuff like oh, that interesting yep because i think my miriams only had like i was like oh man this has gotta, gotta get eight and three quarter inch beard i'm like what a chump <laughs> and then the buckstorm guys were like dude you killed a hammer yeah yeah you know? hmm. so it, yeah did,
0: did travis was he the turkey guy or jeremy I think Jeremy cares a lot less about birds.
2: Yeah, I think Travis is more into them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They're all killers, but Travis yep. is... uh Well, just Jeremy's so short, he can't, like... He can't hear as well because he's not up as high. Yeah. I'm only saying that I know the, he's he, he can't sit in a blind. He can't, <laughs> he can't sit in a blind because he can't
3: see through the he's window. stand up. <laughs> yeah, that's an advantage if he can stand up in there. Oh, that'd be awesome, wouldn't it? It's <laughs> right. a little dunker, huh? Yeah, yeah that would be awesome. You, you no, they're
0: they're great, dude. Shout out to Buckstorm. Check them out. Yeah. Buckstorm on YouTube.
2: Yeah, super, super nice guys, man.
0: Some of the best people, man. I'm trying to get them to do like the Iowa show or some of these other shows out in yeah, the Midwest. Yeah. I'm like, it'd be good for you guys. Yeah. But. Wow, yeah, and Travis got a hell of a trophy room. Yeah, he sent a Snapchat around, man, and like big wow.
3: muleys, big whitetails. He's uh-huh. got a monster antelope. Yeah. yeah. That thing goat. is insane. The goat was impressive. He's got a big mountain lion, elk sheds. He's got all kinds of cool uh-huh. shit. Pretty cool. right? South Dakota's the spot, I think, man. It is, as a resident. As a resident, resident is, yeah, yeah, yeah. As a non-resident.
2: I, I think screwed.
0: they can only draw like an elk tag like every seven years. Yeah,
2: and, yeah. even as a resident, they're not guaranteed an elk tag.
0: But hey, you, you got opportunity at Good huh. Elk.
2: Yep. I mean, when you draw,
0: you know, it kind of right. sucks. But yep. as long as you can come to terms with that. But you're not that far from Colorado. No, You're not that far from Wyoming. You can get shit done. That's yeah. what's cool about South Dakota. But. Yep. So if I ever leave Illinois and go west, South Dakota so, is. There on, may
2: be a spot, destination spot. It might be. Yeah, set up homestead out there.
0: Yeah, I might just uh, claim that, like. Point oh three yeah. Cherokee or whatever the fuck Indian I got. In you got some Indian? I can yeah. tell. Yeah, I got I got high cheekbones.
2: Yeah, it's the blue <laughs> eyes say it. that that's gave blue, it away. That's what they say about me? <laughs> that's
0: what I've been told. It's the blue eyes and the blonde hair that really. Guys got high yeah. cheekbones. Yeah, it's like, yeah. not German... tell if it was
2: German or Indian. It's one of the two.
0: Yep, it happens a lot. They yeah. call me. <laughs> Never mind. What do they call Ace Ventura when he goes over there? The White Devil. The White <laughs> White Devil. White Devil. <laughs> oh,
2: That's funny. Well, well, after Give me a spear. uh after florida though um then like i said south dakota and then i'm going to do another trip down with uh old ward musket mm-hmm. musket powder ward yeah, oh, gonna yeah, go yeah down yeah. to his ranch in texas and try to do my rio there and then i'm going to spend a little extra time down there and do some coyote hog hunting oh uh, hell oh, yeah there you go partnered up a uh, new partnership for me this year is with red arrow weapons Kip Campbell. i saw that congrats thanks thank you so um you know and I it's, it's so weird. I spent a lot of time like contemplating it because I'm like, well, I'm a bow hunter. And if I start doing a little gun hunting, are people going to, you know what I mean? Like, I think if it's like predators or hogs, nobody gives a shit. Right. And I was like, wait a second. I'm a retired cop. Like I don't have anything against guns. You know what <laughs> no, I mean? Like yeah.
0: it's just your, the platform yeah. thing. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it.
2: So, uh, anyways, that was cool to kind of kick that off with them. And, yeah. and I've looked up to Kip for years. Um, awesome dude. We just so had him on the podcast. Hilarious. not so some that wicked looking
0: weapons there too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for he's sure. It's
2: got, got some real nice stuff.
0: Which one, uh, which red arrow weapon? Is that the way to say it? Red yeah. arrow weapon? Yeah, yeah, are you going? Re-
2: yeah. Red arrow weapons. Um, so right now I have a, a two twenty three, you know, 16 sixteen and a half inch barrel. Yeah, um, it actually is a new two twenty three that they haven't released yet, mm-hmm. um, but they're getting ready to release. So, like the other day on Instagram, I did like a super tight shot, just kind of you know of the receiver, lower receiver. Yeah, and um, then I have a three hundred blackout that's coming um, that I'm waiting. That's a ten and a half inch barrel on. Oh, it. nice. Yep. So technically, a pistol
3: yeah yeah i had to do Uh, some research on that one i'd never heard i'm not into guns that much so i I hadn't heard of that round had to look it up it's pretty pretty cool gun
2: yeah i mean with a little bit of work guys are getting some good distance out of it but um for me that's going to be like uh, you know put a can on it and probably be a truck gun yep yeah i should
0: i want to buy one of those things man i'm not i have a couple ars i have a couple pistols and i don't actually i don't Own a shotgun right now, but I'd I'd like to buy one. Next one I buy, it'll be a Red Arrow or like a Rocker. I think so too. So so. it'd be nice to have. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean,
2: and when I got, you know, when I got out of policing, it's weird how I associated a gun with the job, and I wanted out of the job so bad, I was done with it. I didn't even carry a gun, you know, anymore. Really? Yeah, I didn't even have one in my truck. I just. You know what I mean? I was like, I don't want, I don't even want handguns or guns around away me from whatsoever. It. Yeah, even no
0: worry from like stuff you did on the job or something like somebody coming Man, at you.
2: Northern Kentucky, Cincinnati compared to Iowa, I had no worries. You <laughs> right. know what I mean? Right? Yeah, yeah. drive out here. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I went from Compton to Mayberry. Right? <laughs> right. So, yeah. um, but now that I've been out of it five years, I'm like, you know what? I actually do like guns, and I do like handguns. I've never been like a tackleberry kind of guy where I had yeah. like a million guns um but i i like guns yeah so i've been starting to slowly but surely um pick up you know a few more
0: yeah i think i will too you know it's a it's i want it's a good time to
2: do it too it's a good time to
0: do yeah. it um and i don't know what i'm sure they're backed up just like every other gun manufacturer but yeah
2: i mean even myself like doing the marketing stuff you know with with kip and them and cat um i'm probably still going to be waiting 10 12 16 weeks yeah, for yeah. that 300 blackout to show so up. so you need
0: if you're going to buy one through red arrow hop yeah, do on do it, it
2: now um you know in us manufacturer um that's cool. Who you got into that? That's kind of it's
0: neat. Yeah, it's something like I didn't see coming, but I've seen pictures of the. I don't, well, wow. actually, I, don't, I might have seen one in person at Chases at Rubline. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, You probably did. Um, but from what I've seen online and stuff, they're, they're badass.
2: Yeah, yeah, they're nice. They're nice guns. Dude, I kind
1: of just wanted to flex on people I know. Like, Remember that Chase badass one? <laughs> one? Like you put the pistol <laughs> in the stock, and I was like uh, No, I don't they, think so. Who shot it? Oh yeah, that was that wasn't a red arrow though. Oh, wasn't? I don't Sorry. think so. Maybe it was. It's was badass though. I know that.
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought that was some. Uh, maybe it was a red arrow. I'm I'm done talking because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking
2: about. Yeah, they're, but, uh they're good. Um, and and just good people. You know, I met Kip and Kat back through my Wicked days. Mm-hmm. Wicked Tree Gear sponsored Red Arrow TV oh. for oh, several yeah, no years. Kidding. Um, so I got to know them really well then. And you know, Kip's dad uh, was a police officer. Oh, so no him kidding. and I've kind of always kind of you know connected on that. And yeah, and like I said, man. The dude keeps his nose clean. You don't ever hear anything negative about him. He's funny. He's funny. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's easy to talk to. He was yeah. cool as
0: hell on the podcast, man. That was a show we worked on for a while and just schedule conflicts and stuff. Oh, and he's, yeah. To he pin him
2: down, that's tough.
0: He opened up like all about his, um, like, lines as he'd stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, I never told anybody about this. And here I am telling on the podcast. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That thanks. was a rough you know? deal. He It got him, it hit him, hit him pretty hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Definitely. But yeah. that's cool, man. I mean, he's, yeah. it's something he's bounced back and he yeah. loves the outdoor industry. Yeah, and you never hear anything negative about him.
2: No, no, no. You don't hear anything, anything bad. And like I said, he's kept his nose clean. He's always a super nice guy. And um, we actually kind of started talking about doing something together about a year ago. Mm-hmm. And it kind of went cold for a little while. Then it kind of, we brought it up again. Then it went cold for a little while. That's kind of how like long term relationships work. I don't yeah.
0: know. It just seems that way, like, when it dances
2: like that. Well, think about any one-night stand if it turned into a relationship. <laughs> that's <laughs> a good point. You know, hey. Oh, boy. Solid yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, well, it's, That's what it is,
0: right? Right. You kind of see each other a little bit. They court each other a little bit. Get to know
2: each other a little, little bit. Do a little dance. Do a little dance. Come appetizers. back. Oh, you're
0: still here. You're still here. Good yeah. to see you again. How you How been? been? How you been? How's your, how's your yeah. mom? Yeah. <laughs> yeah Tell the exactly. family said hi. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Yeah, it's one of them. Unlike Doug over here.
2: He's just duck got Doug. You know? Yeah. Just, Just get them in, stuck. get them out. Do move. what you do. You gotta move around. Yeah. Move around. <laughs> move around. Get mixy with them one nineties. <laughs> Down the buck over here. Hey. <laughs> Checking out new spots. <laughs> Just sniffing out rub <laughs> Mobile. You know how I roll, ladies. Mobile. But that's, that's yeah, funny. so Well that's congrats uh, on that partnership. That's yeah, so kick that, ass. That one's cool. And um, and even, you know, like kicking off the Grand Slam, um, new partnership with uh, Hoyt Archery. Dope.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw you yep. posted something, but I had not talked to you about I know, this. I know. What's up with that? So, like, yeah. you you, you kind of tried some bows and stuff like that and, yeah, and whatever. Yeah, I mean, I
2: was, I, you know, I shot uh, shot prime bows for the last five years. And, and man, I'm loyal. Like, when mm-hmm. I'm loyal, I'm loyal. And I'm loyal to a fault. And I didn't even shoot any loyal bows to a fault. Um, for a couple of years. And, uh, I just thought, man, I'm, I'm in here, whatever they do they're they're doing. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I got to, I wanted to shoot some other bows and, you know, I, as I've said before, it's, it's people first product second. Yeah. Uh, but they both have to be fucking awesome. As yep. I say, yep. Very and fair. so, which is hard to do. It is, it is. Um, and it got to the point where I just thought it was time for a change mm-hmm. and, and I wanted to change things up. I started looking at all the different brands. The first thing I did is I shot all the bows, mm-hmm. um, and I wanted to have a baseline. And I liked the Elites, um, I liked the PSEs, I, were, I liked the Hoyts, um, I liked the Bowtechs, mm-hmm. and I liked the Matthews. I mean, there was a lot of bows I really liked, and those five were that was my top five. Mm-hmm. And some of them were almost splitting hairs—the difference. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah like, Geez. definitely. I'm like,
0: you, you, you're nitpicking. I, yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm. God, I
2: was like. I would have to shoot these all in sequential order to really tell you what I do and don't like, you know? Yeah.
0: Or you had to shoot them for a long time exactly. and then be like,
2: yep, this is what I don't like. Yep. Yeah.
0: Really nitpick them. Cause I know after like three months of shooting it, I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah.
2: Like, you, Oh yeah. Yeah. You start sure. to pick up something else, you yeah. know? Um, but then I start looking at like the marketing side of things and like, what brands did I feel like I aligned with mm-hmm. You know, my brand fit, fit well with, mm-hmm. and, and Hoyt, for me, was the one that kind of stood out. And um, so anyways, I talked to the the folks at BoTech a little bit. And like I said, then kind of talked to the people at Hoyt a little bit. And once we sat down and got on the phone and started having a conversation, it was just natural. Like, I wasn't selling them. They weren't selling me. Um, and then they made the 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 guys that I talked to over there, they made one of the coolest comments. After we talked about year one, they were like, yeah, this just isn't going to work. And I'm like, well, <laughs> Like, shit. Like, I thought this was good. Like, <laughs> I yeah. thought you were digging me. I was digging you, <laughs> right, you know. Right, right. And then they were like, uh, we're going to need a multi-year deal. Oh. And I was like, my dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like it. Yeah, I'm like, that's that's the best thing you could have said, right? Right, so, right. So that was good to lock that up, um, you know, for a couple of years. So, yeah, that was that was another change. And then um, I want to point out Bedford Cameras. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been working with Bedford for a while, and that was another new one that came on board, kind of stepped up a little bit. So any of you guys that are listening that want to get into filming your mm-hmm. hunts, self-filming, um, GoPros, DSLRs, camcorders, drones, whatever, uh, you can jump over to Bedford Cameras and use the code Johnny Utah. No spaces. Mm-hmm. It'll take 5% off your order. It's like a
0: reta- a retailer? Yep,
2: yep. No yep. kidding. They have, I want to say they have seven brick-and-mortar locations and an online store. No shit. Know, as Damn. Well. Um, Arkansas, Oklahoma, they're kind of all over the place. No awesome. Kid. Yep. That's
0: a good partnership for you, especially being in it's, the film and photography yeah, game. Yeah.
2: And, you know, anybody that knows anything about electronics knows that there is no markup in electronics. Yeah, so right. So 5% is like a typical 25% off for you know, sure. Normal shit. It's right?
0: kind of like you go buy a Mac computer no matter where you go. It's the same price. Dude. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Yep. So, um, so no, the folks at Bedford Camera are cool. If you call them and you say, hey, I heard about you from Arrow Wild TV or, or John Mulligan, Johnny Utah.
0: Listen hey, to yeah. podcast number or whatever from Working <laughs> Class with Johnny.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Be like, hey, here's the deal. Like, um, this is what I want to do they're super nice people. They'll coach you into what camera you need for what you and, want to do. Yeah. Right. They don't, they don't try to upsell you. They just get you into a good piece that's going to work for you. And like I said, mention mention you know, Johnny Utah, they'll take off 5%, but it's pretty cool. So they, they came on board and you know, for them it, it, it's good because on Johnny Utah side of things, the arrow wild side of things and the Johnny Utah creative side of things. Yeah. You know, I use their user their camera equipment on all three of those brands for
0: sure. Yep. Kick ass, man! What a yeah. way to start off 2021. Yeah, man. like
2: I said, bringing on bringing on some new people, and that's um, awesome. Yeah, so I, I'm not it's not not hateful at all. It's yeah. always good to grow. Yeah,
0: I mean you have to. <laughs> it's good cool to like expand your network and meet yeah. people, man. Like, um, I talked to. A guy, today, I talked to him on the phone for a while. A guy I watched growing up, just in and out of, like, some of the real true videos. Uh, uh-huh. I, I'll shout him out. Philip Culpepper. Yeah, yeah. Awesome dude, man. I've never talked to him in my life. Talked to him on the phone for, like, an hour today, just bullshitting <laughs> with him, you know, that's just cool. talking. And then I got to thinking, like, man, that's my, you know, podcasting's fun, but, like, what we do is networking. And yeah, that's why it's so much fun, and that's probably why it has a, for me, and I don't know if, if you guys, you know, Austin and Doug, you guys are newer to the podcast game than I am, but... It's like the network side of things just keeps it refreshing because I enjoy, yeah, talking to like like-minded people. Yeah, so, and just
1: meeting new people and talking to them.
0: Yeah, but it's all like good people for the most part in the hunting industry. And I don't know. I'm sure if I was in whatever other industry in hunting, maybe maybe it'd be the same. Or you know, because you have the same interest. Yeah. But um, I mean, that's my favorite part. So you get to expand. I just use that as an example. I could just got to like virtually meet him. You know. Yeah. But a different company and they're good people and you can work together. It makes it more fun. It brings something new. It's more refreshing. So yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. And it's cool that people like see an opportunity in you. And then likewise, you know,
2: well, I mean, like we talked about with saturated markets, if there's 5 million people that are all doing the same shit and I'm going to come hang out with you guys, Mm -hmm. you know, even though there's other podcasts out there, but I know you guys, yeah it's, so it's, yeah, it's beneficial a, for everybody. I have a relationship with you guys I've hung out with you guys outside of business and I didn't want to hurt you kill you <laughs> right. I'm like right. I can't wait to hang out with them again those are cool dudes right you know what I mean see so that,
0: that's what's that's what's awesome that's
2: the networking side of things and yeah and in in you know like the photography game I've met people that are like well how come this photo was better than that guy's photo but that guy's got more likes to it sometimes it is the name attached to the bottom of the photo yeah yeah you know, or who you tag sure. or whatever. Yeah. That's, yeah. Sometimes that's what it comes down to.
0: Definitely. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't even know if you call that deep. I don't know if that's deep level that, that is like, it's all marketing to a point, but it's, it's more, I mean, networking's kind of in that, but, yeah. um, I don't know. It, it's interesting, man, but it is fun. Just like yeah. getting to mix it up with everyone. Cause through podcasts, we know people from every Angle of the industry. Yeah. yeah. You know, that we've had converse, like real conversations. Well, with.
2: How far are you guys over 400?
0: We're in the mid four thirties. Yeah. Something like that. I, mean, I
2: knew it was over, over four a little bit. And yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you guys are, you guys are networking with a lot of people. Yeah. That's like
0: minimum hour conversations for the most part, right. you know? Yeah. Um, and and I, I like to think we do a more, I mean, there's a, there's an agenda. Like yeah. we're asking you questions and shit that sure. m- might not be in the exact way. We'd ask him if we weren't recording, but yeah. it's still genuine conversation. Yeah. You, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I didn't know any shit about, I didn't know those are catfishing. In, catmasters. In catmaster cat Motherfucker. And before this, I wasn't like, tell me, about. let's we'll talk about the catmasters. Right. right, You know, we have bullet points we want to hit, but yeah, that's real conversation. I had no idea that was a thing. Yeah. But. uh would be fun
1: to enter.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> just just me enter cold. Would, how, how,
1: many many people, how many people do? go to, 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 a, to a team?
2: Um, So you can have up to three guys on a boat. Cat master. yep. And then um, we should do it. I we should wanna, get a working class I cat it's Like maybe <laughs> anywhere from five hundred to thousand <laughs> to enter. How much? <laughs> like five hundred to a thousand. Like, oh, really? for A boat.
3: Working class got that right. We could, we can get this. Yeah. we got an old dude, John and they, boat. He's got the shittiest little John <laughs> boat. I got, a, I got a real piece of shit. We can bring <laughs> down there, dude. And it's like the PGA. Like they
2: pay down. Like, and I saw like one tournament, you know, they're paying like 50 grand (laughs) and I was like, Oh, that's 50 grand to first. Like what second two grand and they're like oh no like even 10th place got a thousand you know thousand No pounds. kidding I'm like are you shitting me I want to get entered into this That's awesome Yeah like, what you if we got we're a 1 in class- 5 chance of getting in the money
0: Yeah Oh well, I mean yeah what if we go down there with the shit working class of Jumbo and just spank everybody
3: <laughs> It's happened People are just hauling passes <laughs> just gotta, just there like a lucky along. punch type Yeah, yeah, shit. yeah we just got to get lucky one time come on <laughs> Yeah
2: Oh yeah yeah I mean you get big fish you get 100 pounds A lot of those tournaments so- will pay like Two grand for like just the big whoever fish. catches yeah.
3: the, big the big fish. fish. Yep. Yeah,
0: but my dumb ass to be out there with a Mickey Mouse fishing rod trying
3: to catch snapping rock. <laughs> we're, we're just gonna watch whatever Johnny does, and then we're gonna go do that. We're gonna go
0: chum the water. Take some good photos. I'm gonna be on Instagram <laughs> doing this pinch and zoom shit, seeing what people are using.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's super cool. So as soon as I said that I was like, I'm gonna do a, a catfishing episode. I reached out to a couple of the companies that I've gotten to know through the catfishing tournaments, and I was like, look, I'm gonna do a catfishing episode you guys want any action on this hell yeah yeah so i actually picked up a couple of sponsors product sponsors and some monetary sponsors yeah, yeah. for the episode i'm not Smart. making any money but i mean it's i'm covering my you my got your gear and my gear my fuel yeah. and that kind of stuff and um they're gonna get promotion and again they're getting my audience is getting pitched catfishing which has never been pitched before yeah. so it's like think of every time you saw i'm gonna watch a, a shit about green truck yeah. You remember that shit the next day because you've never seen it before,
0: dude. Mm-hmm. You got me sold on catfishing right now. Like, Let's, go I'm, catfishing. <laughs> I'm Let's go catfishing. Let's go catfishing. I live right on. on the Mississippi. I got a spot. Let's yeah. go. We <laughs> should go. I want to do that. When's it's the best like, time to go catfishing right now? Like at this night, spring? right?
2: Now, for blues. Now, yeah. I mean, it's, it's okay. this, is, this is all good time. Yeah. Hey. I mean, oh, you know what's September funny? to now. I
0: know a guy. We should all get together here. Um my, so I work with him. He's friends with the Johnsons. I consider him a work buddy. Uh-huh. Uh, Jeremy Ailes. He just bought a cabin right on the river. You know him? I know the name. Yeah. Kind of a wild wild fucker, but yeah. he's got a cat he's a river rat. He he's got he wants he's been wanting to take us out on his boat, bowfish, and he's got this big long like boat with lights and shit on it. Cool. But he's got a cabin right on the river we can go down there and go catfishing.
2: There we go. Is there a van too?
0: I'm sure he's got a van. <laughs> he's he's the type of dude to have a van.
1: Some moonshine too.
0: Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, dude. Anyway, I don't know where, where we got off on that tangent, but back to catfishing. See, that's you got us interested yeah. in catfishing.
2: Well, so how all of this actually started is with Sea Arc boats. Sea mm-hmm. Arc is a they make all aluminum boats, and they are to catfishing like what Ranger is to bass. Okay, and um,
0: I understand that analogy. I ended up
2: going down to uh, Florida, like Floribama area, last year and shot all of their. 2021 catalog photos of mm-hmm. their new boats no kidding so that's kind of what kicked all this into into motion mm-hmm. and then of course the cat masters tournament director was like oh you're the same photographer that did the sea arc boats well you do know that sea arc is our main primary corporate sponsor of our tournament perfect networking you know what i networking, mean that's yep. I, I i had a handshake there before i even met the guy right 100 so, so of course i played that card you know <laughs> yep. well, yeah well um, you you got to yeah so it's, oh, it's who been me good. oh me yeah. yeah oh that yeah that was me that yeah. was me yeah the boats yeah so um anyways so that was kind of what what got that thing going and and again it's a, it's a, another little side hustle outside mm-hmm. of outside of hunting go where people aren't you know yeah All take right. notes people I like, like that quit trying to quit trying to like do and work with the same damn companies popular. that everybody else is. That's trending. Yeah. This is like, a blue collar class podcast. Yeah. Like <laughs> pave your own damn way. I'm, damn. Like I, you know, I feel bad for Sam Soholt Cause I mean, I'd be thinking there's going to be somebody that's going to go get a damn school bus and they're going to paint it up and they're gonna be like innovation, public land school, bus. Think about
0: whitetail adrenaline.
2: Yeah. They've
0: yep. been doing it forever. The public land thing. Now uh-huh. everyone's like public land. Who are you guys? Exactly. They're like Jared Shaffer's like, hey, we're the kiss Godfathers my of this. Ass. Yeah, I yeah, they're, own
1: they're, all of you. They're in t- 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 yeah, they're talking t- 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 yeah. t- like Jared. You heard of the hunting buffalo? He's like,
3: motherfucker, like I've
1: been yeah. doing this forever. Which they get
3: along, by the way, which sure. is cool. You yeah. can't flex on that guy. No, you can't no, flex on Jared. No, Jared's a beast.
0: Even but... if he wears a fedora for his party hat, I still yeah. respect him. That's yeah. why you can't flex on him. You can't. Yeah. You can tell that guy. Yeah, that guy <laughs> shamelessly <laughs> wears it. Yeah, I love it.
2: He's a beast. And you know, like Chancy. You know, oh, Chancey showed up at my house a couple of years ago and stayed with me and the wife for, like, three days. No shit. <laughs> just hung Show out. Her. Yeah, just hung out for, like, three days. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's just a rambling man. Dude. That guy's he's, a he's legend a in his
3: own right. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
2: One of the funniest humans. Like, he'd left, and I looked at my wife, and I was like, my ribs hurt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my yeah. My cheeks and my ribs are hurting from laughing Biggest so
0: personality in the game.
2: If he had his own YouTube channel, he'd, 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 like, he'd he needs dominate
0: to. It. I would be, he does it all too. He everything. Fishes, I would probably huh? give him free promotion on the podcast yeah. if he had his own YouTube yeah. channel. Yeah. yeah. Cause I mean, I he's I genuine.
2: Him, you know, he's like, we're going to get out there on the dance floor. We're going to get up, get up in the jungle. I'm yeah. You know on this I mean? dance floor before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He or to start so, peacocking around. Yeah. He
0: is so funny. Bunch his, of herd bowls. His conversational skills with people are so on point. Like. I don't, it's like the little things he does that I pick up. I'm like, man, I wish I was more outgoing yeah. because of yeah. like talking to him. Like if I don't know Doug and I'm talking to him, he'll like hit you on your shoulder while you're laughing. And then like make you feel more of yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. It, like he's oh, good at yeah. that type of stuff. Yeah. You know? yeah.
2: So true story about Chansey, him and I are on the phone one day and he's like, Hey, I'm pulling into a gas station. I'll call you back when I get done. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know. I mean, I don't hold my breath and hold people to that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, like, three or four days had gone by, and I'm like, well, I haven't heard from that fucker, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I'm on Instagram scrolling, swiping, whatever, and I see this joker is down in Arkansas, and he's duck hunting. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait a second. He was, oh, okay, whatever. A week goes by, he calls me. He's like, man, I forgot to call you back. He's <laughs> like, I was pumping gas the other day, and this, uh. These old boys showed up next to me, and they looked like some good old boys with some marsh camo on. And I mm-hmm. said, what are y'all doing? Well, we're heading to the airport. We're getting ready to fly down to Stuttgart, and we're going to go do some do some duck hunting. And next thing you know, they invite me to go get on their private jet with them, and I'm down in Arkansas duck hunting with these guys I just met pumping <laughs> gas. No <laughs> shit. Like, shit. the dude's rambling, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's wild. You that know is I mean? rambling, like, man. And yeah. I was like, who does that? Who meets somebody at the gas station and gets on a private jet? And they're traveling all over.
3: (laughs) I think that's why he he gets along with Kerry Owens so well. We heard him talk about Kerry Owens. Kerry's a friend of mine from back home, and he's the same way. Like, he lives in Alaska Uh and does his fishing thing up there, and then he'll come back here for whitetail season, and that guy's just always moving around. So now it kind of makes sense why those two guys get along so well.
0: I find people like that really interesting because, I, I, I don't know, I think I'm a homebody. I probably am, you know. I like my space. I like my nest here but i also like to do things but then come back to the nest but i got i'm not trying to go to alaska for half the year and then come back you yeah. know but
3: i always look at it like if i was a single guy that's the kind of life that i would like to lead that's what oh, i've yeah. always thought mm-hmm. you yeah. know
0: i being a homebody i don't know how you guys feel about this i i've done some traveling for deer. not a lot but where you're you're in Brazil for three and a half weeks Then you come back, go straight to Canada. Then you come back, then you go to Arizona, then you're in California, then you're in uh, Idaho, then Montana, then up to Edmonton, Canada. Like I did that for a couple of years. And once you're out there and you do it, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like addictive. Yep. Yep. You know, you're kind of like, man, I I could do forever. I'm good. Well,
2: and you know, like we talked about it the last time I was, I was here on the podcast with you guys. Um, I was kind of a homebody. Mm-hmm. And then once I started traveling and you start doing it, like I said, I love my wife to death. But, man, where I'm happy is when I'm out rolling around in the truck and I'm hitting state to state to state. Yeah. I love it. Because you're kind I'm, of just vibing. I'm addicted vibing. to it. I'm, yeah. I'm absolutely addicted to it. Uh, i I'm, I'm, It's like without trade shows and this winter, I'm telling you, I'm depressed. I'm ready to roll, man. COVID hurt a lot
0: of uh, traveling type yeah, people yeah. like that
2: i'm ready to get out i mean this year is booked solid uh grand slam um i've got some other little projects going on this summer that are still kind of developing um but then we get into montana antelope idaho elk yeah um Delaware Whitetails. Delaware. Ooh, hmm. Never heard of that one. What? Exactly. What's
0: What the fuck is Delaware? 60-inch <laughs> velvet bucks. <laughs>
2: Damn, son. That is a sleeper. You're going to be trending
0: on YouTube in no time.
2: That is a sleeper right there. Damn. Uh, Delaware Whitetails. And then I drive through the night to be able to hit Kentucky's velvet opener. Um, then I have to haul the mail back to Iowa, change gear over. You know, Then I'll head Idaho Elk, uh, then come back. And then finally hit Iowa Whitetails. God
0: damn, son. Yep. You might have season of for of a lifetime though.
2: Yeah, and then finish up the year December in Canada, uh, for moose. Wow. No shit? Yeah. You got a moose tag. Yeah.
0: God damn, Johnny. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's it'd be a it's a it's a jam packed year. So kick ass, that's exciting. I mean, you know, last year I'm I fell jealous. short of my elk. Um Got close, as Chancey would say, I was I was on the dance floor <laughs> right. in the jungle. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh just fifteen yards and had no shot. And it was one of those ethical decisions to yeah. just not Yeah, you don't want to just send pull. one. Yeah.
0: So hey, came close. T- tell me this, with all the business you got going on. June twelfth is the shoot. Tell me you are going to oh, make I've the already, shoot. Yeah, it's it's in.
2: Okay, good. It's, it's in. Nice. It's in. I'm, I need you I'm there not,
0: shaking shaking babies and kissing hands. Yeah, yeah I mean that's that's not, the, that yeah, sound not right.
2: missing it this year. <laughs> I hated that I missed it last year. Where I had that photo school thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I didn't set the dates for that. I put your shoot in the calendar, and then I'll set my dates for for a photo school. There we you go. You want to miss it? After, know that. Yeah. We just, yeah. I'm looking forward.
0: to You it. know, it's it's. It's a regular 3D shoot with some spice. It's really odd. We don't have mountains and cliffs. Yeah. But I want people just vibe and have a good time. Yeah, yeah. You no, know? I'm looking so. forward
2: to it. No, it, It'll be a really, really good time.
0: I'm hoping to have, like, by the time this all happens, like the the big-time tent's going to be up there. The gator tent's going to be up there. I'm hoping to have like this whole meet-and-greet vibe area. Um, you're going to be out there. Kyle Weeder mm-hmm. said he was going to come bullshit nice. with people and hang out. Um, we'll, we'll see if he does that. Clint says he's going to come out. We'll see if he can mm-hmm. get away. Um, but it be kind of fun to just bullshit with people and have a good time up there oh yeah yeah so that's the plan hell yeah we we get to shoot it i think i ran through half of it last year yeah i got through half but i'm up there just kind of hanging out with people and having fun and relaxing yeah by the time we coordinate everything when it gets up to the crunch time i kind of just want to hang out <laughs> you know but it is fun to like shoot in the group and stuff but i just yeah. hate it when i'm out on the course and they're like we were looking for you we need you yeah, for yeah. this and i'm like
2: "God, I was you guys have walkie-talkies
0: no but we should, <laughs> we, should
1: we should at least have like
2: Go for, for the Kurt, main. Go for Kurt. Kurt, Kurt, Kurt we, we, sh- need, we need you to target eight. Target you know, eight. I think we're, we're
0: getting walkie-talkies this
1: year. Because I do remember Kurt was, like, shooting, yeah. and, like, people like, hey, where's Kurt? And you need,
2: like, oh, need vests, too, like Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Safari vest.
1: Yeah. Safari shorts,
2: like, yeah. hiked up abnormally high. I'm yeah. down for that. Get dude. on the
3: Rogue Ridge and just cruise through there. There you <laughs> go. That's
2: a good idea, actually. <laughs> I'm due, Dude, if you're going to do it up, you got to do it like, Total Archer Challenge. I should.
1: We should just, like, slowly keep upgrading the shoot to, like, crazy shit. Yeah. Just
2: absurd. Unnecessary. Just, yeah, it's oh, a, also necessary satellite right? phone. Yeah. Just well, like, what you do is you go to the point till somebody gets stuck with an arrow, then you back it down. Just to <laughs> you gotta get to out. bring it back after that. We've hit our yeah. peak. We've hit there our was, peak. There was an, we old, peaked. Uh, an old cop I worked with back in the day. He was laser and shit, and um, and he's like, "Here's what I did, Rook. When I started my career, you gotta start off slow, and then you just back her down from there." <laughs> he's like, "That's how you don't get burned out." <laughs> I mean, he's probably honest. And I was <laughs> like, "You're not wrong." <laughs> start off slow and then back it yeah, off just back her down. <laughs> Sounds yep. like my job <laughs> but he was that stereotypical guy like pants tailored and you always know which way he was laying every day
0: yeah yeah i took a i was good i wanted to go to to be a cop eventually i don't know yep. what but i went to like did law enforcement classes yeah, yeah. and stuff and mm-hmm. uh,
2: you thought you, better of it thank god well I,
0: I respect i respect what you guys do and everything if you're listening out there but uh I just decided probably not for me. Well, I'll be honest. I was a hothead back in the day. Me and my best friend were both going to do the same thing yeah. together, and we were both pretty yeah. hotheaded. I'm like, I'm going to end up hurting somebody yeah. and then going to jail.
2: No, and that's, a le- <laughs> and that's a legitimate thing. I mean, I've got a really, really bad temper, um, and it was one of those things I really had to work on. Yeah. And there was a couple of times I came close.
0: My buddy was a uh, military police. Like, mm-hmm. he was up that far, you know, and he – uh. I think he broke a dude's shoulder one time like threw him down and i think it was justified but he's a big guy and it was an accident like, he put yep. he put his knee on this guy's back to get him down and cuff him yeah. and broke his shoulder blade and got in like big trouble and he's like man the same for me I, I i can't do this yeah. stuff you know but it was justified it was like at a party and it was like frantic so he had to, like I, I don't know all the details sure but uh-huh. he ended up breaking the guy's shoulder and you know shit happens remember it was a problem walk it off
1: yeah but anyway, Rub some dirt on it. Don't do shit to get arrested. Yeah, yeah it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you
2: hate the cops. Cool. Don't do dumb shit. Yeah,
1: it's like I just.
2: It's simple math. I respect
0: really. cops, but I'm not trying to mess around and get caught up on something. So if I'm there, I'm just like, hey, dude, I'm here.
2: You do what you got to do here, and then let me on my way. Yeah, oh, having
1: a good time. Yeah, Here's having a good time
2: here. One <laughs> percent of cops probably want to really, really get into some shit.
3: Every
2: yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. The other 99% are like, you know what? I have a job to do. Got to keep the peace. You probably if just I want to hang out. Don't I can get talk a to call people. today. It'll suck and it'll be boring, but I'm okay. That's an okay boring. Yeah, but go home with the family. I just wanted to sit like behind a building, read a couple of hunting magazines, right. maybe take a few drunks to jail. Yeah. If I caught some people that were selling drugs to kids, lock them up. Right. If somebody's doing some break-ins or murders, yeah, let's let's collar them and take them in. Right, right. Other than that, I just want to go home.
0: I think I'd be the dude probably, like, I'd probably change my mindset and be out there vibing, playing basketball with kids. Yeah. Because if, if you can, like, yeah. interact and play basketball with kids, yeah. I'd probably be playing basketball yeah. with kids all <laughs> the whole well, time. Well, that was always my,
2: <laughs> that's kind of how I got into the undercover stuff was, um, my version of community-oriented policing was getting to know the community. Arrest the shitheads, let some of the people go with some warnings. Yeah. Then when it came to the narcotic side, I'm like, hey, I need to know who's slinging that Jimmy Crack Corn over there. All <laughs> right, you right. owe me a favor. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Remember that one time? Yeah. So, um, that, that's kind of how all that started, and and that's. Can That's I ask you a question quick?
0: Um, and then maybe you can't talk about it, whatever. No. But like uh, to get undercover, you probably had to go through the ranks to get to undercover. Or like, do they ever well, guess what I'm getting to? Do they ever just hire some dude who's like got a clean record, but he's like tatted up and stuff like, dude, you're perfect for our undercover. I mean, gig. you got to be a cop. You got to be a cop yeah, first. Yeah, Yeah,
2: yeah you got to be a cop. Um, <laughs> trying to get a job? I'm just yeah. like, hey, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> hit me up. Now, you can be an informant and that pays good. A lot of times informants can make $100 per deal per felony by sounds like a snitch yeah a snitch hey i didn't (laughs) say you did (laughs) informant is the classier term. you're that bastard i'm just saying i'm a good person but i ain't
0: no snitch you know what i'm saying well they
2: so we would always call them ci's confidential informants yeah we started calling them cs's you know confidential snitch (laughs) and then we were like He's a cr. He's can you be a
0: great rat. dude but not be a snitch? I think you can because that's me.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, we, and we had. People, I don't know anything to snitch on. Well, and we had people that were like, "Look, I'm not into dope. I don't have any charges to work off. But if you'll pay me a hundred dollars." I'll go buy crack. All I'll day go get long. into some dope. A yeah. hundred. I'll just start getting in. That's the shit. not a lot of money. That ain't enough yeah. money
0: for me to get into crack.
2: But we had one guy. We we're like, all right, dude, you got to calm down. Like you're doing five, six deals a day. You're making five, six hundred dollars <laughs> a day. You gotta, really? You gotta yeah. Start slowing. They're, back gonna, they're gonna find down. you out. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. So likes crack. Did he end up yeah. dead? Yeah. Uh, no. No. I never uh, lost a single informant. I I did get a call one wow. time uh, from a guy. Nickname. We called him Dig, and. um, Phone rings. I'm like, ah, man, what does he want? You know what I yeah, mean. Yeah. But he also learned the system, so he would be like, he'd get some like low rent dope dealer, and he's like. I'll just buy like, he's a guy that really doesn't sell crack a lot, but I know he's got some crack and I can convince him to sell some of his crack and I'll make a hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no dude, like scale up. Taking the low you know? fruit. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was going for low hanging fruit all the time. <laughs> he's it was going easy. I mean, it's to get paid. <laughs> so I was yeah. like, dude, I was like, you gotta, you gotta go up the scale. So, uh, he calls I'm like, God, what the fuck's he want? You know? So I'm like, dig, what's up? And he's like, I got a guy I'm like, yeah. All right. So we go by, we go by, we go by. And I tell him, hey, Dig, you're a little hot right now. You might want to take a little vacation. Go visit somebody over the river. You know, just let these cases come through. Let's yeah, keep, yeah. You, keep you cool. And then he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it. He got greedy. He get so, that paper. Yep. He's stacking paper. So he, I got a call <laughs> one day. And I'm like, ah, what the fuck do you want? I answer the phone. I'm like, Dig, what's up? He's like, have me. Have me, please. Have <laughs> <laughs> me. And I can hear like, <laughs> Oh, you know running. what I mean? He's running like a motherfucker and I can hear him in the background. We got your ass. You're a dead man, you know what I mean? Oh, and I was like, "Oh my god. So finally we have to do an extraction. We go get him, pull him out." And I'm like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "You went back to the same place that you were buying dope. Like you burned like 65 dope dealers in this housing community and you went right back. Ain't nobody running me up out of my hood." I'm like, "Dig they're They're a little smarter they were li- smart about that yeah, Dig. Like- yeah, they
3: literally just ran you out of the hood. Yeah, like they just
2: they li- they just listened to all you of found the, out the audio recordings, you know what I mean? They got you. Yeah, they like you're had. Like you're done. Oh like my gosh. You made, cut off. You made 20 grand. So old Dig got found out. Dig got found out, man. So he he had to retire from the Help please. from the confidential <laughs> snitch business that's that's Didn't, awesome
0: Yeah, hey, good money there uh not my gig i got too many yeah. tattoos for that
2: yeah 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 <laughs> what I, do you um, think
1: uh our nicknames would be if you had to make them up
2: oh uh, dude you're you're fucked doug yeah you would just be dale but that'd be too yeah, easy be you too know what easy. I mean? yeah, yeah. that's be, not me yeah
1: got a mustache yeah i call you. Kurt.
2: i just call him i call kurt just blue Blue why? yeah, because you literally you have like some of the bluest eyes oh, like, I've ever seen. Oh, blue, you'd be blue white there. devil, yeah, you'd be blue. right? And then it'd be easy because then you like I love movies, so and I love movie quotes. So mm. anybody that knows me well enough, if I say something random, like it's from a movie, oh, yeah, like yeah, Aaron, yeah, it's yeah. from a movie. Is that so what be, movie was? My it? Boy blue, you're my oh, boy. Yeah. Boy, blue. boy right. blue, that's yeah. fair.
0: That's fair. What would Chandler's be? Ooh, the Lord. That's what we call.
2: It either be cowboy, like if you had an alter ego. You would be on a horse. You'd be like on that show, Yellowstone. I that's a
0: great that. observation, actually. I, I never saw that. that, but that's a yeah. good observation. Like, a I compliment. might actually
2: call you Dutton. Okay. Ooh, yeah, Dutton. I've never seen Yellowstone because I, like I
1: don't know where to watch it. Badass show.
2: It's, uh, Peacock, um, Paramount, Sling, actually. Every once in a while, Sling will do like a bonus marathon weekend. If you're oh, quick, really? you can. But
0: you can search on Sling. I wonder if I could search on Sling and find. Need to watch it. Yeah, it's, what I need to it's do. good. Okay, it's good. It's real we, we, good. we good. My wife and I looked for it and couldn't find it. Got so old gave up. old Dutton over there.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that. Okay, yep.
0: that's fair. Blue. I, I'll take blue. Yep. That's yep. not bad. Yep. So I got these shiny blue eyes. You know what yep. I'm saying? Just yeah, Dale. 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 <laughs> Dale. Just Dale. <laughs> that's fun. I mean, what else yeah. you got? You got some hot topics going that crack?
2: Shit. You want me to bring some shit up? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Well, I mean, like, we were talking about, like, the way the industry is and saturation and saturated markets and stuff like that. And with, like, along with the whole hunting in public, which I have no problem with the hunting public guys. Yeah. Um, they've done a great job. Th- their they've,
0: name just says hunting public. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. to
2: clarify. Like, so hey, I, we're not hitting on the hunting public. <laughs> right, it's just right. their name. Yeah. So when I say hunting public, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good point. Um, no, I mean, those guys have obviously commanded a big They're audience. killing it. They, they are killing it. Um, their affiliate links are killing it. Like
0: For the record, I was worried that people were going to think we hated the hunting public because we talked about some controversy with, like, hunting public Oh, hunting land. public land. I, and right. then, uh, you know, I, and I'm sarcastic a lot, and people think, sure. take my sarcasm as, like, being it's, serious. They and don't like, pick up on it. And it's like, hey, a little yeah, sarcasm yeah. there. Yeah. Maybe I need to, like, emphasize more on the sarcasm part. Yeah. But it's like, for the record... Have nothing against hunting public guys. Actually, no, one of our hats, right. a, a, a random guy in one of their videos had our hat on, and I thought it was oh, yeah. rad. Yeah, they, they got a big reach. That's cool. Yeah, you know, if they ever want to do a podcast, I'd be all for it. That'd be we fun. Should do a podcast. I, with them. I would do it definitely. So, but yeah, getting on that. Yeah, that's hunting. So the other hunting public ground thing. Yeah,
2: so the other kind of what I think is kind of a another saturated thing in hunting is. Hey, I'm a photographer. I'm a photog. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, That's another thing that's gotten extremely saturated and you know, you have pages like making hunting great again, Mm -hmm. you know, know, Mike's been on here and, and copper plated sixes and domain funny guys. I conversed with, with all three of those guys, you know, through social media and, and stuff. And now for the record, 40% 40% of their stuff. I agree with Yeah, 60%. I don't agree with all the time. And I think maybe they're reaching a little bit, but it's satire. It's funny. It's yeah. in the nature. You got to yeah. understand the vibe. Not every comedian is funny. Every bit is funny. Right? Yeah. They're going to have a few sticks are not funny. Um, if it's Steve, like ninety percent is not funny. Yeah. <laughs> I love Steve. I know. Death, I know. By the way, he we he, love him too. He messaged me the other day. We I were, talked to
0: Steve yesterday. Actually, we
2: were talking. We were talking gym and fitness, and you know what I mean. So yeah, I love him to death. But um, oh, so pretty, he'll find like, the humor. Yeah, he'll find like the that humor. In that. that was good. Ninety percent, <laughs> not funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. But so I had actually made a post um one time here recently, and I was actually talking about um making honey great again. And those guys doing the Lord's work <laughs> to the to a point. Industry. Yeah. To the point, calling out some stuff every once in a while. And I actually had somebody kind of in the industry reach out that I really, really respect. And they were like, Hey dude, like, you know, those guys aren't doing the Lord's work. Like they're not doing anything positive for the industry. And I kind of took it from a position of, Hey, just stay in your lane. Like, don't get into that shit. Like, you know, yeah, but my thing is, like, at the airport, if you see someone, say something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It always comes on the intercom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and that's just it. Like, if we don't kind of police ourselves, then shit can run amok. And there's too many fake things going out there. Mm-hmm. There's too much. I'm not going to say that I – I don't give a shit if anybody high fence hunts or not. But don't high fence hunt. And then tell me you shot it on fucking public land with a slingshot. That's the problem. And you really did it with a seven hundred yard high powered rifle. Yep. that's the be, only problem. Be proud of that because that's actually an accomplishment. Seven hundred yeah. yards. You know, yeah. I don't
0: give a shit if you high fence hunt. Right, but exactly Let's that. Say you do it. That's yeah.
2: that's where the problem
0: is. I think for the most part. Yeah. You know, I mean, they are ethics thing, but you know, if you're on a five thousand acre high fence ranch where a deer never never even saw the fence. Yeah. You know, whatever that you do, you, You, yeah, you pay your price, you go in there and you kill whatever, 200 something inch, whatever deer. Yeah. Yeah,
2: But I I agree. Yeah. Do your thing, but don't trick me. Right. Right. So if they're calling out some stuff or pointing out some court cases about people speeding tickets and you know, shit like that, like, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I mean, I've made the comment before, um, tiger woods,
0: shout out to tiger woods. I think he just got in a car wreck and broke his leg. Yeah. He'll bounce back. He'll be
2: fine. Yeah. So like, like <laughs> Tiger Woods, you know, he he was in the news and back in the day, and he got oh, in yeah. all his drama. The ladies' oh. man. Yeah, he's a ladies' <laughs> man. You know, he's a little cavalier. Yeah. You know, with the, with the ladies. Now he took a hit on that, and everybody hated him. And then a year later, everybody loves Tiger Woods again because it's social media. Yeah. Shit's so easily forgotten. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm dead battery on that. That's oh. why that thing keeps kicking off. So, um, but point being, people can do some dumb shit on the internet, on Instagram and Facebook. It's easily forgotten. Yeah. People move on to something else. Like I said, they get a speeding ticket, easily forgotten. Oh, well, what happened? Yeah. What? Hunting on preservation ground. What? You know what I mean? Right. Oh, right. oh you didn't have a tag for that deer? Oh, the, yeah, the, that was years ago. Um, oh, oops. The clerk deleted it? Oh, yeah. Oh, they actually can't physically do that at a retail store location? Only the DNR can <laughs> yeah. make a tag? doesn't that? work
0: that way through the... The whole interwebs. Yeah, but nobody cares.
2: You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Now, I also, when I was a cop, I always had a, a, a quote that I would tell rookies. If you follow a preacher long enough, eventually he's going to forget to use a turn signal. Mm-hmm. If you hunt long enough, one of us is liable to make a mistake. You know and, what I mean? And,
0: but the thing is, you shouldn't be crucified for all mistakes. No, you no. Know? I
2: mean, you own up to it and, mm-hmm. and, and, and move on. You know, mm-hmm. if it's a mistake... Lee Likoski's done a good job with some of his stuff on the He's the example of yeah, that, Yeah, he's gotten in Jumped front of it. right of, away. Yeah, got on it in front of it. Hey, guys, you know? I fucked up. Yeah. But even
0: then, it's like, handle your stuff. You don't got to go to social media right away. Handle yeah. it, and then be like, yeah. hey, guy, i got to be honest. And, and yeah. don't
2: go to social media and, like, lie about it or, you know what I mean? Have that yeah, That's the no problem. Yeah. So, we talked about – we
0: did a Patreon-exclusive podcast for our Patreon members. Uh-huh. Um, we did that last week. So – if you're top two, we have three tiers on Patreon. If you're top two, we did that. Well, poaching, uh, we did an um, unpopular opinion where we bring up an opinion and then we talk about it. Well, the unpopular opinion was poachers can't help it. It's kind of a joke, yeah. but yeah. we use that to like bounce into interesting conversation. Yeah. And I threw in that I think Brackett could have saved his entire career by coming clean and being like, guys, I fucked up. I got caught up in the clout. Yeah. I got caught up in this industry yeah. thing. and I messed up bad. Like, I'm going to do better.
2: You know, like in movies, sometimes like uh, back in the DVD days, there'd be like the alternate endings of, of movies. So two scenarios for, for Bracket, for example, in that deal in Indiana, if he would have shot the first buck and then continued filming and been like, oh, my God, look at that 170 class deer. I don't have a legal tag for it. Like man, what a heartbreaker! Skyrocketed his career. Skyrocketed. Oh yeah. The other thing, if he would have got in front of it and said, "Look, guys," in fear of losing sponsors, I got caught up in the hype. Yep. I needed to have a season anchored with a big deer, you know, for you know, for the show and for sponsors, and and I did what I did. I'm sorry, it wasn't right, but this is what happened, and mm-hmm. this is why I did it. Could have put some salve on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. But instead... I 100% agree with that, did not actually. Did not handle it the right way. That was the move. Yep. yep that yeah, was that was the move. That was yep. really yeah. the move. I mean, that that was the move. The power move would have been, you know, film it and say, yeah. all, all we it. can do is film it at this point. Yeah. yeah,
3: that would have been the real move. That would have yeah. been a buck because the footage they would have got. Oh, yeah. yeah. It would have been killer.
2: Yep. Um, but didn't, you know, didn't, didn't take that path, unfortunately. Um, so I,
0: I actually, you know, man, like we, we, we did our fair share of, of ripping him up on over that and whatever, and had some negative personal yeah. experiences. But I, I th- if he came clean and backed it up, I think he could, he could probably turn it around.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, things about bracket that you can't deny the dude can shoot a bow. Oh mm-hmm. Hell yeah, yeah, man. Dude can shoot a bow. One of
0: the questions was, do you, cause I always like, Hey man, he motivates me. He's a good dude. I like the yeah. guy.
2: I, he was a, a a motivator to go shoot your bow. Yeah, and um, the dude can manage land. He can he knows how to grow food plots to put. That's deer. what he does now, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And um, so those are a couple of things that Chris does very well. You, you know, he he definitely knew how to get on deer. Did
0: you know him personally when all the whole shit went down?
2: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, um, I mean, we didn't talk all the time. We talked at shows and we had a lot of mutual friends. You know, Todd and him were actually really close. Oh, really? Yeah. They were real good friends. So I knew him more through that. And um, but um, but, yeah, I mean, and, you know, he's he's him and I, we've messaged back and forth a few times. Um, since that stuff. And I've actually talked about what he's doing now because I, I was genuinely curious yeah, what yeah. he was doing now. And it looks like he's doing some land management and some real estate stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, he's like, Hey, you ought to get into, into land, real estate. And I'm like, nah, now nah, I'm just going to keep on taking pictures. You know? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of what I'm, it's kind of what I'm doing now. Uh, not saying now speaking of saturation, there's another thing. Everybody seems to be a land manager selling real estate it's nowadays. Popular.
0: I had a couple opportunities to dive into that, yep. and I uh, politely denied it.
2: Yeah. I think if you have the networking and you're in an area and you have um, – because let's face it, real estate, selling life insurance, health insurance, it's all about you're a salesman. Yeah. I think if you can sell, you can sell, and you can find success in it. But I think that's a that's a market – that is going to be very quickly gobbled up and there's got not gonna be enough land for agents.
0: Now I will say this, when here's something funny, I don't know if I ever told you guys about this. When I was 20, 20 or twenty-one, I had a legitimate sit-down interview at Brothers Restaurant in Rapid City, Illinois, right on the river with two big dogs from Mossy Oak properties before they they i think they have an office in our area somewhere they were going to put two offices in there and i had a a legitimate fucking interview with mossy oak properties and it was like this big deal you know get your license come on we'll hire you on mossy oak properties and i didn't do it i was in school at the time and i was gonna and i I wonder if i what happened if i did but i uh, considered it yeah i was like 20 or 21 damn like, like a legit interview. And now, you know, I had to get my broker's license and all that shit. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But they they at least heard me out, which is cool. Sure. You know,
2: for being there, a young There's a lot kid. of money
3: to be made there. If you're, like you say, if you're good at it, you can network. Yeah. Uh, you get a hold of some big farms. I mean, you can make a very comfortable living doing that, but. Oh, you, you sell
2: one big
0: farm. I mean, yeah. commission alone is huge. You can make your yeah. year. I know, I know two guys that got into it in their late 30s. Um, Jason Enders, one of my real close friends, was in my wedding and everything, and then Clark Cummings got in too. They actually yeah. work together now, which is kind of funny, yeah. but not funny, but it's it 's cool yeah um, my,
3: my brother still does it he just oh, kinda, he, does? he just kind of dabbles with it, so if he knows somebody that 's selling a farm, like I just bought a farm and I bought it through him, so he made basically he got to make commission on the farm that I was buying, so it works out well for him in that case Oh, no
0: kidding yep oh i didn 't know that yep interesting, yeah, I mean but yeah, I mean I can name. I mean, now there's one more, one, two, three, four, probably seven people within my region.
2: Yeah. If I were to buy a ground that I could call. Like yeah. you say,
3: it's saturated.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's getting there. Yeah. It's it's definitely getting there. I think if, if there's a tie in, like if you're working with a food plot company or you're doing some property consultation and you're a real estate broker, that's the move. I think that's the move because then you can combine the few. You don't yep. have to sell as many properties, but then you can – if you can pick up a couple of consulting mm-hmm. clients. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's a guy like right
0: here. Yeah. Chase Burns does that, okay. um, local
2: guy. How how far are we from like – Um, is it Arthur, Illinois? Ugh, I've have never heard of that. Gays, <laughs> Illinois? Yeah. Mm. That's where the real-world office is. Uh, I know Don Higgins does some consulting uh, That might Illinois. be south – I would imagine. It I'm, is, I'm yeah. unfamiliar. You know what? It is more like straight east of me because I'm – Yeah, so east.
0: that's probably more into that Golden Triangle area from where we are. Yeah.
2: So he kind of – he does some real estate and then has the consulting, and then also he has the trifecta. Right, know, with yeah. With the seed. He provides you – know. oh, you're selling – you
0: want to buy some ground?
2: Oh, yeah. hey, listen, I happen we to – We need to do plots here. I got seed, and I got yeah. management, and I got equipment. Yeah. yeah, right. That's the move. Yeah. That's yeah. the move. It's, it's a It's a trap. I mean, if I was, like, a big-time dealer, I'd be I'd be trying to get my real estate license as well. Yeah. Because it's just a complimentary mm-hmm. product.
0: That, you know, that is a good idea. I never yeah. thought about that. That's Any a you big-time reps out there, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I don't know yeah. any big-time reps in our area,
2: but mm-hmm. we, sh- we might be one. There you go. I guess working class could be a, a deal. I don't know. We'll have to figure that out. It yeah. would be cool. Yeah, I mean, sure, they, they could set you up even as a non-stocking dealer. Uh, right. Or a minimal yeah. stocking dealer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Make this a hub for pickup. Who knows
0: whatever. what the future could hold. Yeah, we want to figure some stuff out here moving yeah. forward. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, I mean, that's cool. It's interesting, like how many just different angles and stuff you can move on the outdoor industry. If you're passionate about it, you well, want to
2: do it. You can, you can channel your own way into this thing. And that's just it. You know, people people look at the outdoor space, and and I get the questions. You guys probably get the questions. Hey, what's the you know what's the best way to get into the industry? And I mean, work more hours. Work more hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get tired. You know, and I get tired of answering the questions sometimes. And I, you know, I put this out lightly. How
0: about this question? Hey, how do you start a podcast?
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Fucking
0: Google it. I yeah. don't know. It's 2021.
2: Google. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I tell people all the time. I'm like, it took you five minutes to type a message to me. Google will answer that shit in 3.7 seconds. So I don't care what shitty internet you have.
0: One thing so I, I learned from, this is a cool thing. My buddy Jordan Johnson from Combination Creative mm-hmm. has his own mm-hmm. little like marketing uh, media business. Yep. No matter if, – if you can get to the end result you want to, no matter how you get there, that's all that matters. It's a win. Right. You know, it's like, well, it doesn't matter what Johnny Utah uses or what equipment we use to podcast. If you have a way to record however you can do it and get it out there and do it in a way you want to do it as far as yep. quality is concerned, right. that's the way you do it. Yeah. You know, I get, like, comparing, you know, what equipment are you using, but, yeah, you know, we use a big-ass mixer here with all the shit and, you know, a big yeah. um, headphone amplifier and all that you don't really need that stuff well, anymore. I like this cause it's classic and I like knowing this, uh, like what I know now and how to mix this stuff up is like the roots of it. Yeah. So yeah, they have all this fancy stuff that makes it easier. But if I get thrown into like a, a live mm-hmm. show situation, I could probably mix it up. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm familiar with this, all the
2: buttons. Well, and that's, that's the high and the low of the questions. It's, um, what, 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 what camera body and what lens did you use to take that photo oh so you think that everything in that photo came from that body if you have the same body and lens you can take the same photo i did
3: right How about right. learn
2: the fucking talent first right you know learn the buttons give me a 400 hundred dollar camera you know what i mean and i can make it work you know what i mean yeah, yeah um so i always tell people outgrow your camera first before you go to a new camera for sure you know be yep. better than the camera. And these cameras are damn good. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. Yeah. So take I, you a while. Yeah. It, I haven't outgrown my shit, you know, my yeah. camera equipment. It's still better than I am. So that's the other side where people think that it's all camera mm-hmm. um, and it's easy. Um, the other side of it is is people, again, going back to this popular thing. He's another. (laughs) Thanks, Jimmy. He's
1: another Bush. I was under the conversation over here. Yeah. (laughs) So the other thing
2: is just, I didn't want to interrupt him to ask for another beer. The people that are just straight copying off of other people. Yeah. Or they just, they want to be in that popular crowd so bad that they'll cling on to certain brands that are trending. And that's the end all be all. Mm-hmm. Um, I put a, I put something on my Instagram story the other day. I try not to vent and be a little bitch on Instagram stories sometimes. Well, well here's the spot to do it, though, because we can conversate uh, I'm through it. right right now. But what, I, what frustrates me is I'll have some buddies that they will be all in hitting that like button in the comments of, like, these super popular brands. That they don't even, the, like, no offense, these popular brands, they don't even know that they're hitting the like button. But they come to me to ask me, what's the best way to market this product? What's the best way to shoot this photo? What's the best way to do this? Like shit that's really going to help their careers or help their business or their brand or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, go ask those, those assholes. Right. right. Because you're giving, you're giving them all the love. So go ask them. See if they'll answer you. You ain't giving me – I haven't gotten a single like from you, but you want to ask me, like, how to grow your brand so you can be competition for me?
0: That's an interesting uh, – I like that, man. I like that starting to this conversation here because that is – I I feel like we might get a little bit of that. I feel like I get we maybe a little different here. I'm trying to think on how to tackle this and not sound like an ass. But you got to understand it's like a different perspective for Mm -hmm. each person. We get guys that listen to the – and there's not a lot. Guys that listen to the podcast, but they the first dudes to comment some shitty stuff to like yeah. if, if they could twist. Like, example. Uh, Chandler. What podcast was it? By the way, Johnny, you got this other camera going. Since this one died, you just want to ride through it and we'll just film yeah. a teaser.
2: Yeah. Is that one? I need to check that one. No,
0: I don't know if we're there yet. We're probably getting we're within a few minutes. Okay. But I just didn't know if you want to keep that rolling or I don't know how wide this this lens is. It's but. pretty wide. OK, well, then we'll uh
3: we got a little bit. Yeah. Um what episode did we talk? When I think it was the Make Hunting Great Again episode because it was the Sitka discount yeah. and the uh, sitting on the fence line. Oh, that, that was. The guy okay. I had the issue with. So yeah.
0: um, the guy in the group brought up the whole what's worse, um, sitting on the fence line and hunting. And then Chandler brought up he used his buddy's military discount to buy his Sitka camo, his high end camo for his moose hunt that's coming up. And uh, where am I going with it? Okay. So somebody made this post what's worse? sitting on the fence line or using a discount to hunt sick a camo. And I think he was trying to, like, maybe he was trying to do good by a engaging conversation, but it really felt like to everybody well, in that comment. He
3: tried to spin it like we were basically uh, dissing on vets by using their code. Oh, I actually I saw, I saw
2: Yeah, I, I was kind of following some of But that. then
3: you got your first – there's a few
0: comments in there where you know dudes that are following everything we're doing, yeah. but they're throwing those comments to kind of, like – Oh, somebody's going to already initiate him under the bus. Let me push him under the bus a little bit more. <laughs> and then you got – there's a crackhead lifting up the bus because he drove – you yeah. know the Clayton Bigsby <laughs> episode. Or not Clayton Bigsby. <laughs> or Chappelle. Red Balls. Yeah, yeah. Red Balls. <laughs> yeah. What's his name? Tyrone Bigum, Tyrone. Yeah. Tyrone. <laughs> uh, you know, the, you got all of our listeners, which I are the, cr- the crackheads lifting up the bus, which we love. you. I'm not calling you crackheads, yeah. but it's just a funny analogy. But, you know, you have those dudes that are like uh, – What's up? Keep going. Keep going. Okay. Okay. But there's, um, I don't know. I, don't, I guess I, I don't really know how I was like leading into that, but you have your guys that listen and support you, but are so willing to throw you underneath the bus. The
3: author was kind of hoping that everybody jump on the bandwagon and kind right. of chime in there and that kind of backfired. But even some bit. of the comments you see
0: guys that they're the same dudes that asked to be on episodes that think they deserve a spot on this episode with our schedule, but then are the same dudes to throw in a snarky comment because they're mad. We haven't asked them to be on an episode too. And, and that's just our perspective of it. like, that's just like some of the layers of things mm-hmm. we see from this. And me being just, I, I feel like I'm a pretty real dude like and maybe perspective is not how I feel, but I feel like I'm a pretty straight shooter. Yeah. If I see that shit, you're fucking out. Fuck you. Yeah. You know if you if you're not if you're in there to just throw us under the bus in our own group, why the fuck would I fuck with you in any facet of, of at all? Like kick rocks if someone in there is like hey dude i support you guys do i even though i don't agree with everything you say i appreciate your honesty and how straightforward you are i'd rather i'd much rather have that it's person all, it's, on and, and
2: that's all you can be you know what i mean yeah, yeah. well i mean you, i don't
0: know if i got that clear on like what i was getting at there's a lot of confusing angles and like yeah. deep ways to look at well
2: it, and you know me me being a sitka ambassador you know I, I was actually one of the founding members of that whole sitka ambassador team when they started that deal uh six years ago. And there's a lot of people that claim Sitka that are not getting a discount. They're paying full retail because so, so weird badly. They want to be a part of that group.
0: That's weird to me. It's like,
2: um, uh, Gary Vanderchuk talks about the FOMO thing, fear of missing out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. People are so want to be a part of something so bad for clout to look like they're something on Instagram. Like, okay. One go talk to a therapist. Like if that's where you're at in life, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's therapy time from my perspective.
0: I'd rather see someone be like, listen, I paid full price for Sika because this is why. And I like like be an influencer that way.
2: Yes. Yeah. Because Because then Sika might be like,
0: whoa, this guy just, he paid full price. And here he is talking about, this is why I paid full price because I think honesty is just it.
2: It boils down to that. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, and here's the thing, like, the, with every brand, there's going to be people that love it. There's going to be people that hate it. There's going to be people that hate it, that secretly know it's good, but they're still going to hate it. Um, yeah, yeah. I I'm sponsored by real world, but I know big time makes good shit. Right. I've never once in my life had anything negative to say about big time. Right. I can't. And I don't know anything to say anything negative about yeah, real world. Cause it's yeah. good. Shit. Nor would I, you know, but it's, it's the people that I know and it's a product that I use. Hey, Don, Don and Terry are good people and they have a good product. Cool. Awesome. We're working together. Yeah. You know, if I knew, is it Joe? Joe. Umphrey, yeah. Yep. Yeah. If I, if I knew Joe personally and, and got to use our product, you're
0: going to meet Joe at the shoot.
2: You'll love him. Yeah. Um, so we've You've we, never met him. Well, we had, we've had a conversation before. Yeah. We actually talked during my tech days about oh, maybe yeah. doing something with big time, you know, what Oh, I mean? really? really. Yeah, at one point. But, um, so I mean, it's all about the brands that you're affiliated with. It could be at Iowa, and by the, the way. People, I forgot. Oh, okay, cool, yeah. And the, the people that you work with and that kind of stuff. But like the thing on the Sitka thing is, there, there's a lot of people that um, pretend that they're sponsored. That's a so weird. guy. And weird. then they get then other people are like, wait a second, how did this person get sponsored? They've never even killed a deer. They have an OnlyFans account, you know. <laughs> And they're like, man, Ciska's <laughs> giving away free discounts, and I'm like, they're not giving away those discounts. Like, right. they're pretending because then that gives them some clout. Mm-hmm. Like, they're a sponsored person. You know, what the I mean? day
0: someone pretends to be sponsored by Working Class, I'll be so honored, and Dude, we'll just I, give you a discount. Hey, I pretend all the time. Hey, keep <laughs> Dude, pretending. Would.
2: You might get your own code, but you know, like <laughs> that would. It, I it also so goes to like the Amazing. bot uh, people that buy likes and buy followers. Yeah, like I get it the likes do mean something, you know what I mean? If they're genuine, but if you have 20 to 60,000 followers on Instagram and your posts are only getting a hundred likes spoiler alert, they bought that shit. It's tough. It's <laughs> a know tough one. I mean? Yeah. It's a tough one. Like you have open to, your eyes. People. Yeah. Like, and I, so history lesson or education, Instagram, social media lesson. If you're following somebody that has 25, 30, 40, 50,000 likes and they're getting, 30 40 even two hundred likes on a post—they bought that shit. Yeah. Okay. They're oh, not dude, actually I be that popular.
0: I got to rattle off some shows that had like twelve thousand likes five years ago, and they got thirteen thousand likes now. Yeah. It's like, whoa! Took you five years to get a thousand. Something's fishy. You bought that first twelve, I think. Exactly. You know what exactly. I mean? It's uh, a. Yeah. And
2: it happens so. You know, if, if Akbar is the one that's like always popping up as the follower, <laughs> Akbar. you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs>
0: you mean the guy from Turkistan, turk turk Turkistan, right? Yeah. yeah. Him. We you kill you the know, animals. The, the person the like non-offensive <laughs> mention of random country. <laughs> right.
2: Like your number one fan has one post and one follower. Yeah. That is a fake account. Like For just sure. letting you know. For sure. Um So, I mean, and that's frustrating. And and yeah. and I make that point because yes, likes do mean something. You know, there is there is a monetization that shows the brands that you're working for that you're genuinely getting likes and engagement, and that's yep. the name of the game. If I got zero likes, like yeah, it hurts my brand. You know, it's what tough. I mean? it, yeah. it hurts my profession.
0: It does. So, people see social media first. Like, what's cool about with the podcast game is when we do contracts with a company. Social media is not in our contract.
2: Yeah. It's just like a bonus for you guys. It, it's just like, yeah,
0: it's yeah. there, but that's not where our numbers are. Yeah. Like we are known as a podcast. We're not yeah. working class bow on Instagram, working class bow on Facebook. Yeah. We're working class bow on our podcast. Yeah. You know, our numbers are in our show and our downloads. Yep. Dude, the emails we have through our website that, Hey, I don't mess around with social media, oh, yeah, but I listen to podcasts because right. I right. weld all day. Uh-huh. I got tired of the negative and here I am on this. Like is right. insane. Like, it's, uh, yeah, it, once you see those, you're like, oh, yeah, those download numbers make yeah. sense, you know? And I'm to the point now, I'm trying to figure out if I can't hustle off Doug to make Facebook posts because I'm about to delete the Facebook. I was on Facebook yesterday, and I almost just put on my on my own personal page, like, fuck Facebook, I'm out. Message me on Working Class Bowhunters page because I'm only going to have the page manager and messenger only. Well, it's getting so it.
3: political now <sighs> to where they're censoring everything, and a lot of it is not to our advantage. So it's like, why do I even have this? It's just frustrating every time I get on. But it. that even, yeah.
0: even if I agree with the political agenda on the post, I'm tired of seeing the posts. I'm tired of seeing the posts about the weather. I don't give a fuck about your dog. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't, I'm tired of Facebook. It's cold as ice. It's it's more, it's 90% negative, 10% positive.
2: Yeah. If yeah. everyone was like. Facebook is annoying. Yeah, it's annoying. It's the worst. So my Arrow Wild TV page actually got hacked. About did. A Jesus. Month, a month and a half ago. Uh, if you go to Arrow TV Facebook right now, it says page owner Egypt. really they hacked my account removed me as admin so i can view it but i can't do anything with the page it's like it's somebody else's page and so if you've ever tried to contact facebook on anything good fucking luck like you could commit serious crimes on facebook and send them tips Ain't nobody going to answer you. They don't give a shit. Yeah. So so you
0: can't do anything I with it? I have
2: filed intellectual property that somebody is possessing my intellectual property trademark, which I have Arrow Wild trademark. Yeah. I've tried to send them information that somebody has control of my trademark name. Nothing. No, I haven't gotten a response. So if anybody listening, anybody has a brother, cousin, family twice removed that works, you know, for Facebook or Zuckerberg, please let me know. Like I'm not a no, Zuckerberg sure. fan, but I kind of need some help right now. I would like to get the page back, um, but at the same time, I'm like, man, I hate Facebook. Like
0: Instagram's where it's at. Yeah, it's owned by that's Facebook, where, that's which where, sucks. I know. Yeah, so that's kind of everyone's focus. like Parlor's back. I'm like, I, I don't see it. I can't get on my Parlor. I know.
2: Right. I've hit refresh, refresh, nothing happens. Yeah, same here. I don't know if you have to like delete it and then reinstall sucks. it. Maybe I'll do that. It never really took off. I was hoping it would. Yeah. I hate it. I hate Twitter. I don't use I hate Twitter. Twitter. No. Twitter's good it. for like, if you're like an NBA player or like a yeah. like Kardashian, if you're a famous person, yeah. yeah, like real, you gotta be like, or Trump, you have to be real famous, not yeah. Instagram famous. Yeah. Trump, hell, Trump loved it. Trump loved did. Twitter. He did. <laughs> he
0: loved it so much. I banned his ass. Yeah. <laughs> TikTok. Uh, fuck TikTok.
2: Did you see, uh, is it Melania Trump? She just started a new IG page. No. And it's like the office of Melania Trump.
0: No, uh, it's her that runs it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's good. I'll uh, hold on, let me pull it up. This is a. Right That's what our first lady should hit. look like, man. Forever. You ain't shitting. Bless her heart. Bless her heart. This is a post she just made four hours ago. Office. Oh damn! Let me see that. Can you see from here? Oh, no.
4: She posted oh, that.
2: Shit. Yeah, it's pass it's, me that phone, Doug. I gotta get a closer look at this. It's her like laid back over a desk, and it <laughs> says damn. Jill Biden could never post this. <laughs> no, <Nuh-uh, laughs>
0: she. This is her page. It can't be. Is that her? That's her. Oh, man. Bless her heart. Isn't that dude, that's an old photo, too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, Don, old, old Don's like in his prime. Dude, oh, yeah. You know? That might have been before he had to die his hair. Dude, it's <laughs> yeah. hard to hate on Trump, man. Yeah. I mean, the dude's got it. You know what I mean? Like, dude's been in Home Alone movies. I mean, he's, he's a baller, right? Everybody loved him until he was president. Well, then our people well, still love and him. That's just it. I mean, if I did. But so, I, I, I want to, like, The other thing with this whole photography and this Instagram world and and getting on the fake trends and stuff like that. It does seem like, for me, a dollar is worth a dollar. A like is not worth a dollar. No. But, like, the amount of people that are doing shit for, like, fake clout. Like, if, basically, if Instagram went away, I still have a job. Mm Mm-hmm but there's a lot of people like they need to really look in the mirror and they need to think about it. Is my fame on Instagram? Is it fake clout fame? You know what I mean? Right. Right. Um, You guys have a podcast where if Instagram went away, you still have a job. Right. You know what I mean? You're still relevant. I'm still going to do photos for catalogs and magazines and, you know, shit like that. And yeah, photos are always needed. That industry still maybe have a, maybe have a show, you know what I mean? Or whatever. Yeah. But, it just, it, I get so frustrated. Like I'm at the point where I'm, I'm about to start calling out some people. Like if I keep getting some photos that are like straight copied, I'm going to start doing like my original post with are the, you, date you to the point where
0: you're, you're ready to call it. People are almost, I'm almost ready. ready. Almost. I'm, ready. I'm almost ready. Cause you know what like, I want to do is to know. Host. Like a couple of beers know. away. Yeah. I, but what, what makes you mad about it? Let's get it. I'm trying yeah. to get you so, now on. You could turn yeah. me on to, so like, dig are, mode.
2: Well, and I mean, and you guys might even have a podcast that's, like, that's trying to kind of copy your style. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Huh. Like Allegedly. Mine. I think there's one Allegedly. that even has a name, like, really similar to yours. Oh, I'm sure there is. But. So that's what irritates me.
0: They need some milk. They need some milk, man. <laughs> to get their nourishment back. Get their mind right. <laughs>
2: that's a great sound bite. You got them queued up, ready to go. Um, no, I mean.
0: I'm glad you appreciated that more than Chandler did. Just now.
2: There's uh No, I mean. Like, Chandler's
3: probably tired of that sound bite at this point. It's. Yeah. It's good one time. And I get it. I'll play it twice milk. for you. <laughs>
2: and I get it. There's only so many photos that you can take. And. and but I mean. That's why, like, I've tried to do, like, weird stuff. Put graphics on the roof of my truck. Like, if you're going to do photos overhead, drone photos, at least, you know, I have some graphics up top. Try to do something different. Right. Granted, okay. I stole it from the General Lee. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm mean? saying? Pretty vague. <laughs> Pretty vague steal there. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, like, I figure what the heck. But, no, I mean, there's just I, – I hate I, – I really don't mean to hate on the younger generation. I will say this. The younger generation, they are very creative, mm-hmm. and they're coming up with some cool shit, and there's some people coming out of school, and they've got some neat and creative ideas, and they are moving the needle and stuff like that.
0: But- I do not You don't got to answer right now, but I want you mm-hmm. to boil this in the back of your conversation. I want you to name one person you really like
2: that's coming up, but keep doing your thing. I want. Yeah. Um, so I guess my thing is – The entire it comes down to like the entitlement, and Mm. just because I'm married and I have kids and I have a mortgage doesn't mean that I'm supposed to make money over somebody who maybe lives in mom's basement. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. With mum in the basement, yeah, uh, with with, with a with a red camera or something. You know, right? But I'm not saying that that has any any merit to it. I'm just saying like it's so fake. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I just I ear it irritates me to no end. Like, hustle in silence. Do good work. Do cool shit. You'll get you know, you'll get respect. Cream rises to the top. Something yeah, old People time are gonna time, recognize you know? it. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. And people ask me all the time, Hey man, how do I how do I get noticed by a brand? I don't know, do cool shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um the guys from Rock House Motion they kind of set the bar. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys like rock house motion, heartland Bowhunter, hunter, Jason mm-hmm. Matzinger, you know, those are guys that really push the industry on the videography side of things for sure. You know, yeah. And, and commercial work. And I remember talking to the guys from rock house and they're like, dude, if you want to film cool shit, you got to go where the cool shit is. You got to do red shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, there's no secret to it, you know? Like, right. Right. Um, but like, I see this, this clickish of people and I noticed that there was this, this, this group, this, uh, this certain group of people, they like did like a mass unfollowing of me. Oh, I'm like, really? I'm like, what the hell? Who? I'm like, oh no, nah, I'm not, I'm not gonna <laughs> get, I don't want to get into that. But <laughs> you need a beer. Yeah. <laughs> you want like three beers? No. You want a shotgun one? I'm not quite ready to, uh, to, to put it out there. But, um, no, like I noticed there was like a group of people that like unfollowed me and I'm like, I wonder why these kids. And I'm like, wait a second. Why am I given one fucking second as to why these twenty-one year olds unfollow me? Yeah, not, you know it doesn't what I mean? matter. It doesn't I'm, matter. I'll be forty-three years old next month. You know what <laughs> I mean? I actually have a real job and a career in this industry. Right. I don't live in my mom's basement. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not play pimping.
0: It's funny. It's funny you mentioned that. Uh, one of our buddies just did a pod, another podcast, a podcast I really respect, the mm-hmm. Fall Podcast. Shout out to him, Aaron Blysi, great dude. Um, I think, of course, I want you to listen to our podcast first. But if you yeah. finish one of ours. Go to the fall podcast, yeah, listen yeah. to one of his episodes. Yeah. He's a great dude, and I really respect what he's uh-huh. doing. Um, so I had to give him that shout-out. And I normally, I don't do that anymore. I kind of change gears because of mm-hmm. being burned by people doing dirty behind-the-scenes industry yeah. stuff, kind of like what you're saying. Yeah. Um, he had a guy, uh, I don't really know. I'm trying to keep track. Of what I'm, He had a guy, he mentioned some stuff. Um, he had a host. God damn it, that doesn't make any sense. He had a guest on that mentioned me. But he was being respectful, and he had some guy shit on him. Um, it was kind of like taken out of, out of uh, perspective, I think, right? Um, but I don't I don't remember where I, I was going to make a point off of that, but I'm fucking drawing a point. <laughs> so fuck me, right? Yeah. See what I did? Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think ahead here because... So the guy shit on you? No, no, no. Shit on his guest because he mentioned me. Yeah, but he's my buddy. That and I don't want to drop the name because I don't want to call anybody out. I'm being vague because I just don't want to. Well, I, with
2: I recently caught some shade over um, from somebody that their sole purpose of not liking me is because my shit was doing better than theirs. That's that's weird. Like. That's weird <laughs> like, to me. Really? Like, and what people don't know, and I kind of talked about it. That's you network with. If, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, and, I, and I've kind of talked about it in past podcasts. But, I mean, I literally didn't just pick up a camera and have a job. I mean, I was a full-time cop, had a landscape company, and was struggling and trying to learn this shit and to get better with a camera and videography. And and I got very damn lucky. You know what I mean? Being in the right place at the right time Yeah. and busting my ass. It takes all of those things to come together or a trust fund. I mean one of the two, you know right. what I mean? But like yeah. we got I got real lucky, you know, and, and and worked hard at it to get to where I'm at. And I've got mm-hmm. so much more to learn. There's a ton of people that are out there better than me. Yeah. Way better than me, you know. But every day I feel like I try to get a little bit better. When you chase when you
0: chase something you're you're faster. Like I used to be a race. Yeah. Where, you know, if you're you, you get to the point where you could bump to the next class bump to the next class because if you got guys that are faster and you chase oh, yeah. them, you get faster yeah
2: if you if you hang around people that are better than you 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 get, you get better. better yeah donald trump bill gates even though he's an idiot uh but like those people don't have loser friends <laughs> not anymore. You know, no i <laughs> yeah. mean like they got grow them they hang out with winners mm-hmm. you know what i mean and that's what that's what you do like if you surround yourself with trash like You're going to be as good as them. And they talk about in sports all the time, you know, teams that are good teams that play a scrub team and they get beat because they play to the competition. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like play to your, play to your people. Like surround yourself with people that you aspire to be or maybe have a talent or that you don't have and you can learn from them. Don't copy them, learn from them, respect them. them, You know what I mean? Like in the podcast game, like, dude, you guys are like, I I compliment you guys all the time. Like you're killing it. it. Appreciate it. Absolutely killing it. Uh, I secretly know their downloads, and I'm telling you all, they are killing it right now. You know, like, they're killing <laughs> hey, it, it, so. is what it. Well, is. I, th- it I appreciate is you saying it that. It is
0: it is. actually the the podcast download game is very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it goes by categories and subcategories. I mean, because here's the thing. We get wilderness as, like, the mainstream category. That don't do shit for us. No. What it breaks down to within our industry is how we have to break it down. So Correct. you have hunting. You have the gun podcast, yeah. you have different genres of hunting, you have yeah. bow hunting, and it's how it breaks down with that.
2: Well, and like I said, I mean, the the strength of your all's podcast is why it was a no-brainer to bring you guys in with the old barn deal. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And yeah. I want to continue to grow you guys, you know, even more and more with that, because you guys are doing a phenomenal job with that. But, and also... um, you know i've been dealing with chase at rubline so he's our boy our brands are kind of even more aligning you know as time goes on with yeah, the brand the podcast with him with. last weekend yeah yeah um mm-hmm. uh, well it's funny because i think actually he called me and was like hey man i gotta go i'm getting ready to run in and do a podcast yeah and i was like oh well, i'll be there next week you uh-huh know? yeah uh, but we were actually chatting about some stuff and he was the one that kind of uh helped broker uh, that deal with Red Arrow. Yeah. And then, um, and another brand. Dude, Rebline's big in the firearm Yeah. Yeah. Rebline's big in the firearm game. And like, yeah. they're, I mean, Chase is the man. Yeah. He's good. He's good. Um, we, um, and, you know, again, he's one of those guys that marketing is his world.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Marketing on the Johnny Utah creative side is just a small piece of Johnny Utah creative. Right. Um, so like, I'm not in competition with Chase by any means. It's like a sub deal but yeah. not but kind of um but like um so it's cool chase is a good ally and he's a good friend to have not because uh, he's a cool dude obviously <laughs> right but um but there's a lot of cool business synergistic shit yeah for you sure. know that goes with that and uh, he looks at things there's things that he looks at similar to me
0: he's probably my number one r- role model in the game as far as business yeah. hun- hunting business is concerned
2: yeah you have to you have to be willing to diversify. You know, people always get kind of stuck in a rut, yeah. and um, you know they they're they're not reinventing themselves. Or man, I'm only going to align myself with the cool guys. You know, right? Yeah, I tell you, like this first light thing is really kicking off. Like, there's a bunch of people bailing and going over to the first light thing. That seems to be the new cool guy thing. First light isn't like first the cam- light camo. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, let's first talk light. about that. I'm out of that. Actually, yeah, never heard that. Um, so the first podcast we did. With, uh okay, I I'm all right, I'll keep going. The first podcast we did with Make Hunting Great Again, he talked about the churning group, all, buying meat eater and being part of yeah, our ball, yep. bar stool. The other day I was bored. I honestly had not looked it up since that's been, has it been a year? Maybe not quite that long. I look up churning group and I look up meat eater and I look up the first light stuff. Uh I'm losing track of time here. Okay. Here, let's take a bathroom break yeah. and come back. Okay, so back at it. So I looked up, like, the churning group stuff because Meteor brought it up, and I, I didn't know anything about it. And mm-hmm. I ended up finding all the stuff, like, Green Decoy, talking about, like, these organizations, like, uh, like like back backcountry hunter and anglers, like hunter and anglers, whatever it's called, like basically being a front to pull people from NRA to, it, to funnel money to anti-gun people. But anyway, churning group, I guess, owns part of Meteor and mm-hmm. p- owns part of Barstool. Um which how First Light kinda of
2: falls into that does Meat Eater own First Light or That was my take, was Meat Eater or the parent company of Meat Eater bought First Light, I think is the way it went. I don't think it was First Light bought them. Mm-hmm. I think it was the parent company of that bought Yeah First Light.
0: But any I don't know. What I researched and I'm an idiot, so take this with a grain of salt. It gave me a ucky, yucky vibe. Yeah. I was kind of I mean, like, yeah, man, I'm probably going to avoid buying First Light. I'm probably, from now on, I'm going to avoid buying like anything meat eater-esque. Yeah. I'm going to avoid BHA, and I'm going to know, like, if there's anything shady about you, I'm not telling you any secrets.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah.
0: I look at it that way, where if I'm going to spend my hunting money, I'm going to try and go somewhere, that if I can help it. Sure. It's tough. Yeah. But it's like, if... What do you do? First light makes the baddest motherfucking gloves and they're paper thin, but they keep you warmer than any thick Carhartt glove. It's like, man, that's tough. But if I can help it.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, and me being, you know, totally honest and um, like I said before, you know, there are other good seed companies out there. You know what I mean? Um, Scent Crusher. You know, makes an ozone machine. I work with Ozonix. You know, we've talked about, you know, hey, you got to make yours, we got to make ours. Yeah, know, yeah. Comment. But, um, me, that's, a, that's me the being, best part about it's a free market. Yeah. And, you know, me being a total Sitka guy through and through, um, First Light does have some good gear. They've stepped it up. They've got a full lineup now from what I've seen. Stone Glacier. Has come on. They make a lot of good gear now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kuyu has solved their problem. They've got some good cold gear from what I've seen. I've got buddies that rock Kuyu, mm-hmm. and I've got buddies that you know rock Rock First Light. And you know, all that being said, I think it comes down to what pattern works for you. But then I encourage people to take a step further, look at what you're, who you're representing, what mm-hmm. brands you're representing. Now, if you're best friends with guys that work at first light then by all means rock your buddies i've always said if my best friend was an accountant then that's who's doing my fucking taxes right as long as he ain't gouging me (laughs) (laughs) right he's he's gonna get my business you know what i mean like if i was in illinois and i was farming i'd probably be calling you and be like hey Chandler, get over here. There you go. <laughs> Bring your tractor over here. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean, kind of thing. Cut, stuck. Cut some shit for me. I'm stuck dog. again. Yeah, exactly. I'm stuck. I need <laughs> you to yank me out. You know, so that that's that's kind of the way I try to do. I try to do all, all my business. But I know, um, I know that I have a lot of hunting and non-hunting people that are huge Renella fans, like on the cookbook side of things. Yeah, he's a great and, spokesperson for what we and do. And I get it. He's hit millions of people and he has done a good job in a very non redneck way of introducing what it is we do. He's to... very white collar-esque for yeah. being in our community. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's done Wait, a... And I say that with a compliment. Yeah, yeah, he's done a very good job of um, bridging the gap between the dumbass to we we hunt the and we, bubba yeah, and the, we eat yeah you know what i mean because yeah, yeah let's face it sometimes bubba's not the best representation He's not. of what we do and uh it's funny how you you mentioned bubba cuz i i used to say bubba was like uh, a hypothetical person that was everybody who just yeah. does you know can do kind of some dumb shit sometimes. <laughs> right. And honey, hey, we've all been Bubbas. Oh, I yeah. got hey. I got a lot of Bubba friends. You know My nickname I mean? when I was a little kid was Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we've all been there. But, but I, mean, I had a mullet. So. He's done a good job. <laughs> is is. Uh, from the outside looking in, I don't know the guy. I've never met him. Um, but it seems like he's done a good job as an advocate for that stuff. I do like you like I have some concerns with their backing and where does that money go let's let's talk hypothetically for a second because yeah, yeah, we're yeah.
0: idiots and we don't actually know this stuff yeah um let me I want to ask Chandler this because you're more of a calculated dude like I feel like you i I just say shit, but you think about <laughs> things before you say it. you know what I mean okay. <laughs> so I'm what, compl- getting, what do you got I'm complimenting you okay take this uh hypothetically allegedly. Okay. You take this spokesperson <laughs> like Ranella, and he reaches millions, right? And you like what he says. You like his cookbooks. You like his show. You could spend money on his stuff. But what if you found out that allegedly the money he, some of the money he was making through his numbers, through his content, was funding, funding anti-gun organizations, no way, and anti-hunting organizations. Nope. You wouldn't have any part. No, no questions. If
3: asked. I, I mean, if I knew if it was like more than a rumor, if there was proof that that money was getting funneled in that direction, then why would you support that as an outdoorsman? Yeah, I agree. I just and, didn't know if I was an idiot or not. But well, I feel like an idiot because I didn't know any of this, and I've got his cookbook. So I'm, I do too. I contributed. I do too. So, but. The Lord how much <laughs> could you how much <laughs> could you I I, 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 looked
0: it up, us, Alan. I looked it up and just from like a I mean Google churning group and mediator together yeah. and it's like oh that's a yeah, tough I read, look I read yeah. that uh,
1: yeah. article who we were sent in the group so I, I sent a couple articles in our group chat yeah it's pretty uh
0: and hope it dirty up, it's like and I, I I looked through a bunch of uh, a handful of articles and it's all kind of the same thing and it's like I don't know what this means. I don't know how it justifies and I know like Rinello made a statement saying like, well, I reach more people outside of the hunting industry. And, da, 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 and get she does. People. But it's yeah. like, but more views to your content means more money to these
2: anti everything yeah. we're about groups. And I think that's, that's kind of my position. It, I'm all about if he's introducing more people to hog, hog nut broth. And that's what they're using to cook with or whatever. But how you know? many people
0: in Manhattan are like,
2: right. Yeah, cool, okay, I can see
0: Justify Hunting. Meteor's one of my favorite shows, and they just consume Meteor content, give yeah. him the algorithm, give him their numbers, he gets the yeah. downloads, he gets the traffic, which increases his value um for his monetary sponsorships. They pay him more meteors worth more money. Therefore churning Group makes more money yeah. and then their more money goes to anti gun, yeah, anti hunting groups. Yeah, and I
2: think that's the that's the deal. That's that's where I I need to be more educated on uh to say exactly where I feel about it but on the surface he's great. Yeah, he he's great great advocate for the sport, you know, he's kind of like the Michael Waltrip of NASCAR. Like there's no better spokesman yeah. uh you know for NASCAR back in the day, but like so he's great in that position, but yes, if those dollars are going to fund anti then then I have an issue cuz then, then it's kind of a conflict of interest, right? Exactly. Yeah, oh, 100%. Um, but you know, I mean, hey. Hey, it's a snitch-type deal. Yeah. I mean, the. What do they say about
0: snitches? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> snitches get stitches. Hey, you go against yeah. our
2: people, we about, we're going to stomp you out. Yeah. <laughs> you mad bastard. So, I mean, that's, you know. What? that I don't know. <laughs> well, what was it like <laughs> the, the, exactly. the Duck Dynasty guys introduced Yeti and Beards, made Yeti and mm-hmm. Beards acceptable, you know what I mean? Yeti, they brought in Yeti? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that was the first people that Yeti. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. Yep, yep. Uh, they They're were the, part. They were the first people to to be rocking Yeti coolers. Back oh no, kidding! That. I didn't know that. I yep. never watched the show. Yep. So um, I think like the first before the show, like they had their um, Benelli sponsorship. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I remember going back to back to Kentucky to visit with my mom and some of her her friends, and they are not hunters. Like these are just bourbon drinkers that live in Kentucky, and everybody was drinking out of Yeti tumblers, and I'm like. <laughs> The hell, and they're like, I see you rocking a beard. That's cool. I'm like, what? (laughs) And they're like, yeah, them Duck Dynasty people, you know. And I'm like, what are you talking about? They became fans of Duck Dynasty, and then were drinking out of Yeti. They were buying Yeti coolers and Yeti tumblers, and they thought beards were cool. And I'm like, wearing bandanas. If that's what it took to get these people to like kind of be okay with hunting, then I guess I'm all right with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what's? But I get again. You got to follow the money. I mean, it's business, right?
0: Right. It's tough because it's like, okay, more people get into hunting because of Ranella. It's like a double edged sword. And for the record, I'm not saying like he's the devil because who knows all this
2: shit could not be true right it just looks bad yeah because i get how that is but yeah he could be the coolest guy in the world we're all drinking beer together a year from now i'm sure he's cool as
3: hell but it's tough right now politically like we're in a war right now and when you see some that could be taking money and putting it in a direction that doesn't favor us it's really hard to support that
0: it's hard like when you first say we're we're at a war it's kind of like are we at a war but no we we are at a war
3: yeah for sure Yep. like with
0: hunting and not hunting and second amendment versus not yeah we yep. fucking are it, but the thing is it's like you can't give some push okay well you can't do that you don't get any. you don't get an inch with our people fuck you yeah. that that's my attitude anyway yeah. like yeah. you know if you want to say well listen from, and and, that, and this goes on to hold another rabbit hole okay in your county Mercer County Illinois um and even though I'm not the biggest fan of gun hunting I don't want to see it go away Mm-hmm. I have this thing. that needs to be limited. Okay. No more gun hunting in Mercer County. I don't want that mm-hmm. because you, you're, you're forcing me to compromise a little crossbow thing is a little different because that got initiated over time and whatever. But yeah. I hate um, crossbows. Okay. Um,
1: <laughs> you give up an inch. They're going to take a mile. Right. Exactly. It's like good with me, like, Oh, they're okay with taking their guns. I mean, let's just get rid of hunting all in general then. Yeah.
0: yeah. It just pushes down, and the next thing you know, we're just compressed so deep, we can't do nothing. Yeah. You can't have a Facebook account because it's You can't happening. post a single hunting picture. Yeah, you it's can't post anything. right answer. now. We're right in the middle of it right now. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, man, what do you do with your hunting content? It's like, you got to
2: start digging in right now, people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to start putting Hell, the on TikTok, in.
1: you can't post hardly anything
2: yeah hardly related. no what nothing.
3: happened to freedom of speech you know i yeah, mean we're right, so God. restricted and governed right now it's not even well funny. let me throw
0: this in too like i think i honestly think joe Rogan's one of the biggest advocates that's honey hunting, hunting's had for a long long time but you know i mean i don't know what what's spotify doing with their money where are they funding their dollars is yeah. it anti yeah, looking to that for
2: all we know soros owns spotify or yeah, something exactly secretly. right I, yeah I don't, I don't know. It's tough,
0: but it's like this. It's almost like this never-ending battle to save our lifestyles. It's like mm-hmm. everything we consume everywhere might just be everything against us. What do we do then? Yeah,
1: yeah. And all the platforms we're using could be conspiring against us,
2: right? Yeah. Everywhere we're we're we host help. our podcast well, might be all anti-gun. Then yeah, what do we kind of like? You know, like I was saying, I'm Apple write, for sure. I'm writing like Facebook, that. trying to get Arrow Wild TV back. And the very first thing they do, if they do go to Arrow Wild TV and they're like, dead animal, dead animal, broadhead. Why help this guy? Dead animal. Yeah, they're like, fuck him. You know what I mean? I don't know how much motivation I'm going to get because I know anytime I would appeal things when I owned Wicked is they said that Wicked Tree Gear was a a company that sold weapons of
3: mass destruction. Yep. Mm -hmm. Because it was a saw and it could kill people. You can't list a bow for sale on Facebook Marketplace. Nope. What the hell? Yep. Yeah. (laughs) So. Ridiculous. Like I said, in every
2: I would appeal, 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 appeal is denied, 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 denied.
0: So where do we do? Where do we draw the line in this? Like you know what I mean? Well, how it's do like, we fix it? Well, they support, hold, they yeah. hold the cards. That's the question, Doug. Where do we fix it? How do we I'm, fix it? Yeah. Can we?
2: They? The, I don't know. Big tech. You know we're 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 getting beaten by big tech. They yeah. own big tech. Yeah. For and, the
0: record, I'm not saying we're anti-media. I'm not saying that. But think yeah. about it. It's it's worth looking into.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean. Like I said, for every I, I know that I know that the mediator platforms they do a ton of good for sure. I'm not I'm not saying that. Um, I just I am curious where the money goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where, where is the money going? Um, that that does raise some eyebrows. Again, it could be somebody could have created a whole story, and and this could all like you, like you mentioned earlier, this could all be fake. And, it's all bullshit. Yeah, we're all just reading something that was put on there. It's an
0: internet archery for them, exactly
2: where. <laughs> everything is true right? yeah right <laughs> so i wanted to bring up uh another topic because i i would love to get your all's take on this okay so right now we're in a deal where i like to introduce new people to hunting right because mm-hmm. i want to keep the hunting tradition going i think all of us have tried to introduce somebody new and if we can't introduce them we at least try to broker it and soften it to where people don't think that we're a bunch of bloodthirst killers demons yeah yeah so all right we're trying to introduce more people into the woods now we also another current trend is deer management Mm -hmm. and to properly do deer management i can't hunt seven acre parcels anymore i need 500 acre parcels i need thousand acre parcels you know what i mean right all right so we got more people hunting and we have a command and I don't want to share that thousand acres with somebody. I want it all to myself, right? Yeah, yeah. Now we have natural attrition of land, highways, subdivisions, blah blah blah, right? Mm-hmm. So now we have less land available. Every hunter wants more land and we have more hunters. We're working we're working towards the center of having none of those goals Nothing happen to work for with. us, right? Yeah. And public land is getting you know I'm not gonna say exploited, but with the introduction of the public land trend, right. fad, whatever you want to call it, that's happened over recent years. You have more people hunting public land, yeah. so we got more people hunting public. We got more people trying to manage big parcels of private. Like we got a problem, right? Like I see, I see what you're getting at. Yeah, like this is going to be a, a problem that's just going to continue to grow and grow. Yeah, and but grow hunter
0: up. numbers are going down. Yeah. That's what they're saying yeah
2: that's all that's what they tell us yeah i and i'm just i'm not buying it i mean because i know last year every state had increase in at least licensed sales right right and maybe it was just a spike during covid and it'll go back to normal you know i don't know but i mean it is a concern i mean so what's what's the real question share, i well i don't want to where, where do you think do you think are we are we damning ourselves by introducing more people into hunting i mean here's the thing like if your land that you have accessible to you guys is getting minimized, mm-hmm. how active are you at trying to get more people to go out and possibly hunt the ground that you're hunting? Do, here's, here's, Are what, you ready to share a tree with somebody? Right.
0: Here's what I'll say. I think that if we can influence people through the podcast, like a media perspective, to get mm-hmm. more people into hunting, that's great, mm-hmm. which we've got a lot of messages that we we do have that influence. If I can get family into hunting and I know they have accessible ground, I could take them out and help them learn, cut their teeth, and then kind of like let the Mm -hmm. bird out of the nest. I'm more than willing to help them there. Um, But I will also say I will outwork you Mm -hmm. and I will find private access and Mm -hmm. I will pay for my lease and I will work overtime and I will put out more podcasts Mm -hmm. and I will hustle more content to make more money to outbuy you on a lease, if mm-hmm. that's what it takes for me to get the prime ground, yeah. uh, Jeremy Beck. We just did a podcast with him, and he's from Wisconsin. He hunts public ground. He's like, yep. dude, Illinois is fucking cutthroat <laughs> when it comes to your private ground. He goes, I wouldn't fuck with Illinois. Yeah, and so is Iowa. You know, I was, I was the same way. And even, but it's different with Iowa because you have to build points as a non-resident. Yeah. you can come here as a non-resident hunt Illinois. So yeah. Chandler and I are working every year to keep some of these permission spots, some of these lease spots. We're yeah. fighting Chicago doctors that don't know how to hunt their way out of a fucking paper bag. But they got
3: tons
2: of money. They got, they tons got the of money. money up. Up. And money yeah. talks.
3: Yeah. yeah. And I'm kind of sitting on a different perspective, too, because I'm outfitting, so I like seeing some money come into it. Sure. Um, yeah. You, I, you could say I'm part of the problem. And, you know, Maybe I'm driving up some of the prices of the local leases. Um, yeah, I mean, that's uh, every outfitter. Well, I'm, it's, it's a business. I'm out there trying to get mine right now, you know. Sure. So that's the that's a way, as a farmer, that will allow me to buy these rougher yeah. pieces that will – it helps me cash flow my pieces, I guess, that wouldn't normally cash flow. So I've got kind of a, a unique niche there. But yeah. um, it is tough. I guess the way I look at it, I'm going to teach my kids, anybody that's interested in hunting that approaches me – I'm going to try to be an advocate for the sport and get them into it, get them involved in any way that I can. Yep.
0: To ha- to have your back, Austin, we do Turkey Palooza through your and Austin's farms and leases and Ross's. all that stuff. What did I say? Austin's Austin. and Austin's. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do that your, shit yours all the time, Austin. dude. Yeah. <laughs> all the time I do that. I don't know why I can't like separate. I never have been able to
3: separate it's that. Ro- just Rostin. Rostin. Just Rostin. That's why I went that. um, That's you,
0: a character. You were the first dude to invite people to come out turkey hunting. Yep. Yep. You're like, we'll find birds. Like you are. You really yep. are. And I've been the guy
3: like, hey, you're gonna run out of birds. Nah, we got birds. And, and turkey hunting. hunting's fun because there's a lot of people that haven't done it. So it's, it's a good, good way, way. Yeah, it's a good way to get people into the sport yeah. that have never done it before. That's yeah, how I'm yeah. gonna introduce my son and my daughter into it's hunting is through turkeys. Yeah. It's hear smart. them gobble, it's interactive. Oh, yeah. Weather's yeah. usually yeah. nice. Interactive,
1: easy. And I mean, they're, well, and they're all the they're all booners. As long as they have a beard, yep. they're all booners. Yeah. That's what I love about yeah. turkey hunting. No one judges as long as it has a beard like a You remember that video
2: that was on I think it was on Facebook? Um, it's probably been two, maybe even three years ago. Genius idea. I was like, damn it, why didn't I think of that? But they had the camera set up inside the blind and they had another camera set up outside the blind, like right outside filming inside. Yeah. So it was like first, you know, point of view perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the guy's like, oh, look, Tom coming, Tom coming. And one guy's like reaching for his bow and another guy's got a range finder in his binos and he's like, just two-year-old he's like a oh, hard pass hard pass you know what i mean and i was like it's so funny because the video was like what if turkey hunting was like deer hunting? yeah yeah, yeah. Right. i laughed my ass off i'm like kudos look at to look at those spurs. guys <laughs> yeah yeah and they were like do you see his teeth yeah i think it's just oh. three-year-old <laughs> it's hilarious turkey see a snout angle.
0: i've never yeah. killed a jake but not on purpose right, right. <laughs> <laughs> i see a jake this year i'm killing it that's, my, the, one, that's the
3: one bird i will pass my uh, it, it
0: depends if I'm sitting
3: with the, the Lord, yeah. or if I'm like ah, it's a Jake, then I probably won't. But like, my, it's different now. I'm, I'm kept, not saying I'll never do it. Like if it comes down to the last day of my tag and I'm shooting one with a recurve, I'm, I'll probably pop a Jake. Well, yeah, week. I would yeah. say I would do that either. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. But, in,
1: but in Kansas, that one came in acting like a Tom. Dude, so uh, that was that was a legit
3: zero. Jake kill there. Super you Jake, kill super one.
2: Jake. I uh, my my Rio in Texas last year was like kind of a super Jake. Yeah, he did not have the full half circle. There was like a half inch, but it wasn't like the Jake, you know, typical Jake standard. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, it was like I'm like, is that a Tom? I'm like, he's got like a seven inch beard. I was like, well, I didn't know this. I'm I'm shooting him when you you
0: when you killed the Super Jake in Kansas, Doug. Those guys were saying like, oh, yeah, we've had guys come through their outfit saying, oh yeah, we we killed a Slam with a Tom. and Now we're
2: trying to do it all on Jake's. Yeah, (laughs) they're trying to like the Jake's. I I joked and said I was going to do bearded hens oh that's cocky uh, yeah, that's way too good that's yeah.
0: like a 20 year thing and
2: then somebody goes are you serious i'm like yeah with a bow single season oh shit. single bearded season. hen i've never seen a bearded slam. hen yeah you and would then, have to bow down yeah like and they were like are you being serious I'm like no i'm not going to kill a bunch of like future turkey layers you know what i mean egg <laughs> layers i was like i'm not going to do that what
0: causes a bearded
2: hen what what happens like hermaphrodite, like uh, abnormality. New it's Zealand honestly, birds come in. not
3: as rare as I thought it was at one point. Like, uh, I, every now that I'm looking, like, I can usually pick out a couple of hens every season I see. Yeah, it yeah with it really? A it's coming yeah, more yeah, common really. now. Yeah. My mom I've only seen, one. like,
0: three. I've never paid lives. that close attention, I don't Your think. Your mom but.
1: killed one? My mom killed yeah. one that was, like, almost a record, actually. It was, like, an eight-inch beard.
2: Wow. Nice. I I um, tried firing
0: you, Doug, from the podcast and just getting your mom as a full-time host because <laughs> she probably, kills big she's deer. She's better than me.
2: She can kill her. Yeah. We got to get her in. She is a She's she is a good a person. Killer. Dude. Our schedule's opening up now. We'll, we'll have to get her on. Well, whenever that I I took the photos that day at Old Barn, yeah. when she came in, I just so bad, I wanted to yell out, Hey, ma! Hey, ma! Hey, ma!
0: <laughs> and
2: by the way, Doug, till the buck. We haven't done a podcast on it yet.
1: <laughs> Dude, I literally, like, well, you downplayed it. No yeah, offense, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you downplayed it. I just, it, it wasn't what I was after. But I mean, his last day of season, I worked my ass off. You killed a Jake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a Jake. It was <laughs> a Jake <laughs> buck. The motherfucker was getting it, dude. I
2: don't blame you. I, uh, I, I did. I I did shoot one in Kansas. By the way, you did. Yeah, shot shot that buck in Kansas. Yeah. Oh, a buck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I, actually, I showed the rack to, yeah, yeah. to Doug. Yeah. Whenever he brought. we were his talking buck about over. the weird. Um, yeah, he had like some weird flyers. And yeah, yeah. Stuff. You had an
0: interesting deer
2: season. Yeah, you know, so I was in, I was in Kansas, um, right before Halloween and the whole time I'm in Kansas, my cameras in Iowa are blowing up. I mean, I've got like my shooter. I remember
0: talking to you during this. Yeah.
2: My shooter buck is like bedded down at the base of my stand. Like no bullshit. I'm going, you've got to be kidding me. Well, my mom calls me and she says, Hey, your dad's going to go to the doctor. I think he's got the Rona. I'm like, Oh, well keep me posted. So day three of my hunt, she calls me and she's like, hey, it's not, can- it's not Corona, it's-, it's cancer. And it's stage four cancer. I'm like, what Jeez. happened to one, two, and three? Yeah, you right, know? right. So I was like, oh, man, what do I need to do? She's like, well, just stay there. We got a lot of tests. Well, you can't tell me to stay there and hunt when my dad's got the Rona or cancer. You know what I mean? I'm yeah, yeah. Like, I, I was like, screw this. I'm not even in the mood to hunt anymore. I was done. I just, I, I'm like, so I went back to Kentucky. She's like, there's nothing you can do here. They're, they're giving him 12 to 18 months to live. Just go back to Iowa. Just Jeez. hunt. Just go hunt. Mm-hmm. So I went back to Iowa and I'm like, just kill, 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 kill. You know, I was being stupid. I was being super dumb aggressive. Yeah. Not even smart, calculated aggressive. I was being dumb aggressive. Just rammy. Yeah, super rammy. And even the day that I en- ended up shooting that deer, it's like November 12th. And, and as soon as he comes out, I'm like, oh, there he is. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like release yeah. an arrow, hit him low. Uh, turns out the fletchings actually, uh, came off my arrow. Cause my arrow was like, and I held low, but not that low. You right, know what I mean? right. And I ended up hitting him in the top of the leg. I later found out, I, I saw that my arrow had fletchings missing from it. And, uh, I went back to my quiver and I just kind of gave a twist of all my blazers. And I popped off one to two veins per arrow. What? It's just a bad batch of glue or just didn't adhere oh, good. You know no what kidding. I mean? And I'm like, you've, got to be shitting me. So we track, we track, we track, we couldn't find this deer, nothing on camera. I'm like, Oh, you know, like I did my due diligence, a grid search. And I I I remember like, you called me. I was in Indiana when you yeah, called. I was you know? actually calling you the night that I was going out to grid. Yep, yeah. I remember yeah. it. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I shot him. I shot him. I was all jacked, but, yeah. um, we had a ton of blood, but, and Julian from old barn, he came out with the way me. you described it. I'm like, Oh, you'll find that. Blood. Yeah. And Julian's like heart shot, dude. There's just a ton of blood. It just ended up being leg blood, muscle blood. So it was just a ton of blood and yeah. and nothing. So he ended up showing up two weeks later and, uh, came out at 89 yards, just limping. And I'm like, I think I could almost get on the ground. You know what I mean? But it's a deer. He's obviously can run and he's got more power than what he's showing. Right. But, uh, but I never got a shot off on him that night at two o'clock in the morning. I actually moved, uh, my big grizzly tower blind. I moved mm-hmm. it into this cut cornfield. And I'm like, this is where I'm going to kill him late season. As long as nobody comes onto this property, I'm going to kill him late season. And during shotgun season, I put out – you know, it's a problem with having a, a video show is I put out a ton of information. A local rec- – You want people to follow you yeah. along. Yeah. yeah. And I want – you know, you really tell a story about the field. And I want to educate a little bit. Educate and entertain. Those are the two things I try to yeah. do with the show. Right. And somebody recognized the farmer's field, ag field. And they also saw on social media that I was in Oklahoma on a photo shoot. So they go to the farmer. Fuck. And they were like, hey um, – can I go? Can I go shotgun hunt that property? Well, I lease it to a bow hunter. Yeah, but it's not bow season; it's shotgun season, and he's out of town, so we won't be messing with his hunt. And the farmer's like, "Well, that's a good point. You won't be messing up his hunt. All right, just take a couple of boys out there with you and go shotgun." Oh him. no, that's a that's an old boy that don't and understand it, what a lease it. is. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. So this is a property that I pay for, and uh, so they went over there with a little small army and shotgun. And because I'd put out some information, they knew exactly what patch of timber to, to, you know, to, to drive. They drove it. According to the neighbor, he heard about 20 shotgun shots go off in five seconds on audio on my Exodus trail camera. I can hear him say, well, I missed him the first two shots, but the third one shot him in the leg and it rolled him. They shot his leg off. I mean, we're talking like a firing squad brigade. You know what I mean? Yeah. This deer couldn't run. He couldn't walk. You know what I mean? And they just (laughs) iron sights at 150 yards, taking pop shots at this deer. You know, Mm. they ended up killing him 72 yards from the ground blind or tower blind that I moved into position. Now, tell me, I didn't know exactly where I was going to kill that deer. You know what I mean? I knew where he was going to be. And uh, so I'm in Oklahoma and I'm just like. No, you know what I mean? So you're getting sent this shit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. While you're in Oklahoma. Yep. Yep. And then my dad dies, uh, December 16th. And I had talked to my dad. I'm like, I shot the buck, but he's still alive. And he goes, don't worry about it. You'll kill him late season. I have faith. And you're going to call me when you kill him mm-hmm. and we'll talk about it. And then they killed him. Somebody got permission to hunt that property. And I know it's like kind of a stretch and I know it's a little, it maybe it's, 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 it's reaching a little bit, but like they stole that opportunity from me to have that one last hunting story with my dad. Yeah. no, And, I hear you. and I'm like, oh my God. I mean, I was miserable. I was telling you, telling mm-hmm. you and Ross about it. I mean, I was just like, I was sick about it. So we go to the funeral, we get through all that. I hang out with my mom, you know, and I come back home and I'm moping around the house, you know. And Kelly's like, you, you need to go hunt. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not in the mood. I don't- Bless her heart. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, fuck hunting. You know, she's like, you're driving me crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> Get the fuck out of, the fuck yeah. Out of here. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I still have a tag in Kansas. And I'm like, you know, Kansas is where I was at when I got the news that he had cancer. Now, the day he found out he had cancer, he was dead in six weeks. And damn um, man. so I went back to Kansas and I shot a buck there. And it was nice to kind of have closure. Was it a giant buck? No, he's like, like, like your He's like a one forty-five. You know yeah, but I mean? still, you had fun. Yeah. That's a good buck. I, I yeah. had a blast. And um, yeah, it is a good buck for the and, record. And it was super, super fun and awesome. But um, but it was nice to have closure. Like I got to complete the story. Like I said, where I found out that you know he was dying. Yeah, maybe that's over. all along what he meant. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that was the buck he was talking about. Yeah, and um, and I still filmed solo hunted that that deer when I shot him. And, um, I shot him and I actually spined him. He actually, he dropped on Mm -hmm. me and and ended up spying him. So I bailed out of the blind, grabbed another arrow, knocked it, ran up to him, you know, put another arrow in him. And that was the end whole thing was over with in 16, 17 seconds. Yeah. I kept the camera running, but, um, and then I sat down with the deer. Um, I didn't lay down next to him and take a photo selfie (laughs) with him. Um, but I sat down with the buck man and, uh, had a little talk with my dad, you know, yeah, that's and, cool, man. Um, freaking balled my eyes out. I can imagine. That was – I cried more then than the day he died. Like, yeah. that was finally letting it all out. Yeah, right? right. You know, and I was by myself, and I want to be a little bitch and cry in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel
1: you
3: there. But yeah. I know what you're saying. It's kind of like a personal emotional moment, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. on a positive note – this yeah. season's gonna be better. It can't be any worse. It cannot be <laughs> any worse. It cannot get any yeah. worse. So I know uh, what you're saying though, dude,
0: like the emotions of bow hunting, man, will rip you up inside and out and it will. Like yeah. guys like uh I think all of us that are passionate about it, we tend to tear ourselves up a little bit. And yeah. I'm I'm a little more emotional when I'm by myself in the woods yeah. and share with other people. Like but when you yeah. walk up on a buck, by but but also, you know, honestly. Surreal. Like, mm-hmm. If I recover a deer with people, you know, i I'm, I'm you know, Chandler, you've recovered a buck with me. I, I'm pretty excited, man. I'm an emotional. Yeah. No matter no matter how big the deer is yeah. or whatever, it's, it's 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 part of the experience. But yeah, man. The motions of bowhunting, man, like recovering a deer, being by yourself, all that type of thing. But yeah, you had, you had a hundred percent excuse to cry, cry yeah. your, cry your eyes out you as good. hard as you wanted.
2: Like, it's tough, man. I tell you, and you know, when I had buddies that you know they've lost parents and and whatnot. I'm a very analytical person, and I, even at a young age, I was like, eh, I'll probably be 50 years old, maybe 60, whenever I lose a parent. Um, and I'm like, not even going to think about it until I'm 50 or 60.
0: Yeah. You but you know? don't want to think about it anyway. Exactly. You know, but- no, no.
2: But, you know, fortunately in my past career, um, I don't know if it helps or hurts, uh, but my wife, she she was one of the first ones to point it out. She said this – you don't get to handle this one the way that you handle everything else tragic in your life. Cause in that job, um, they teach you to just press it down. Yeah. You compartmentalize it and you move on. You, you never deal with, you never grieve. They don't really teach you how to grieve. And she's like, this is one you're going to have to deal with. And I was like, well, I'll deal with it the way I choose to deal with it. <laughs> right. I'm going to grab a handle and, that's how I'll deal with it. You right? Know what I mean? Right. That didn't deal with it. It's it numbed me for that day, yeah. or for a couple of days. Yeah. But that's not how I needed to deal with it. And and I'm probably in some way probably still you know I'm kind of still like dealing with it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and of I'll, course, yeah. I, I mean, I'll catch it, myself driving down the road, and you'll hear something on the radio, and I'm like, oh damn! I'm like, oh. Whew. Where'd that come from? Right. He's cutting onions in the end. That's just yeah.
0: That's just human emotions, man. Yeah. It's like, but I feel like hunting kind of brings emotions out deeper in people. And I don't know. I just feel passionate about it because I grew up yeah. doing it, and I just put pour everything into it. And I surround.
3: Do you feel that way, Chandler? I'm a crier, man. I've I've walked yeah. up on deer and not had any reason to cry. Not, you know, not losing a family member or anything. I just yeah. I get emotional, especially when it's you know you've worked so hard, you put a lot into it, and it finally. Uh, comes together in that perfect moment it yeah. it's emotional for me i'm cool. that way
0: too man i think doug where are you yeah. are you that way you think i'm not you're not i'm more excited than anything you're an excited guy well
2: i'm a i'm like a happy crier i'm not a sad crier <laughs> have you ever if you ever yeah. be honest let's just between us girls <laughs> have you ever been watching <laughs> a your wine? M- <laughs> have you ever been watching a movie and like something really friggin' good happens to the main character and you're like, yeah, get choked up. And you get a little bit. choked up. Yep. Okay,
3: I do. I'm an emotional movie guy too. I'll be hundred percent honest. I don't, honest. Cry, I'll I don't watch. And, <laughs> I'll cry in Rudy
2: every time. I don't. I don't know what
0: Rudy uh, is. I'll oh, ask the and, wife later. Right I don't. This weekend. I don't watch movies. Uh, I want to. It's something I want to do, uh-huh. but I don't do. I need to get that soundbite from Will Ferrell on this soundbite because I use that so many times and nobody knows what the hell I'm referencing. Um, but I do get emotional when I see someone kill a giant buck in hunting videos and I know it's genuine and they start feeling that I feel that because I want to feel
2: that or I know what it's like to feel that. And I think that's the side of hunting that is not shown enough. People see the excitement, which often is portrayed as bloodthirst, the excitement over a dead animal, but people don't see the emotional connection, you know, to that. Like you said, like, you know, you walk up on a deer and you're like, I don't even know why I'm crying or getting upset or, you know, like tearing up, getting choked up over something. But it's that culmination because I think with a lot of us, it is the appreciation of the animal. Yeah. There is some remorse. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I feel bad about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, But you also get that like total waterfall effect. And I don't mean waterfall and tears, but like just this snowball effect of like. Man, I've worked so hard. I've had so many encounters. I did yeah. everything yeah. right. So many mornings getting up and sacrificing and
3: right. And it pursuit seem, seems unattainable with all the time and yeah. effort you put into it. And it's like you you go from the lowest to lowest to the highest to highs yep. within a couple Every minutes. And unattainable
0: it's just, is like the best way to explain. Yeah, the it's thing. such yep.
3: a roller coaster. To there's nothing where you'll be that low and then it, and then hit that extreme. That I mean, in that short amount of time. Yeah. like
0: when I killed creepy, yep. that was a buck. Like. Creepy, on, on the score chart, is not this buck that mm-hmm. scores 180. Right. You know, he's a mainframe mate with some kickers. He's 155, but he's cool. And I he was the most mature buck and the biggest buck that I knew about. When I killed him, you know, my wife knew about We all knew about Creepy, like the yeah. crew. I told I don't talk about bucks I'm chasing as much on the podcast as I do to the crew because it's... You don't blow up your spot, you, exactly. don't, you know? Yeah. So these guys all knew about creepy more than the podcast listeners knew at the time. When I called my wife and say, Hey, I just shot creepy and I can see him and he's down. My wife is, was, was with her mom, my mother-in-law. And I can hear my mother-in-law celebrating because she knew how much that buck meant to me. But I didn't cry when I shot creepy, but I sat down in disbelief when I shot wow. him. Like I sat down and I rolled them over and, and I, I remember this whole moment of like I just like kind of sat there and just like, <sighs> holy shit. And I actually like just I film myself a little bit of it. and I'm not crying, but I'm kind of like in just like the cha- I, the chase is over. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah. like I what I thought was impossible. I did it and I did it 12 yards and I did it off being calculated and putting in the work. Right. By going in and I, 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 this is, I swear to God I had COVID before COVID was like a thing. <laughs> and you can call me out on that bullshit, or whatever. I swear I had COVID. I was sick forever. But, uh, anyway, but yeah, like that was the most emotional I've ever been without physically crying. But I felt like I was so sick and like physically sick from being sick, sick, like flu, like sick. Uh-huh. And tired and wore out, that I don't think I had the energy to fucking cry, otherwise, I would have died.
3: <laughs> you had like walking pneumonia, didn't you? I, had,
0: I legitimately had walking pneumonia. I was on a Z pack. I couldn't breathe. I like
1: it. Yeah, that was like a three month stretch of you just not doing okay. I went
0: into the doctor after that. So I killed creepy, uh, like, second week of December. I went to the doctor on New Year's Day. And they were like, if you were waited two more weeks, you would have been in the ER. Dude, I remember because um, you, you had yeah. the ammonia. I had walking pneumonia. and <laughs> I had, had, had,
2: had walking pneumonia and bronchitis. Because I was on the podcast as you were kind of still coughing, but you were on the mend. Yeah. And then within 48 hours, like I was on my deathbed. Yeah. Like coughing. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, oh, shit. I was like. My bad. Good. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, my bad on that. <laughs> I, I never got sick, so. But, yeah, I mean, you're in here weekly. Uh, but, yeah, it was it was a problem. It all time. When I killed my first buck on November 6th or 7th, I had a cough drop in my mouth. I only remember that because I remember being like, dude, I need to have this because I'm going to yak yeah. and not can hear anything.
2: But I, well, and I almost didn't make it to ATA that year because I was like, man, if I can't stop coughing. Yeah, because like, I rode
0: that line right
2: there. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know if I can make it to ATA. And then, like, the day before I left to go to ATA, I'm like, all right, I have a lot of meetings, you know, uh, inter- you know, not interviews, but meetings with people. I'm like, if I take, like, three cough drops and shove them in my cheeks, you know what I mean, like a yeah. squirrel. Yeah, yeah. And I sit in there, you know what I mean? And, like, don't talk much. Yeah. Like, I can get through this. And I could always tell when it was getting to be about that 40-minute mark of the – of the meeting because I
0: was like. We probably spread COVID <laughs> all over ATA show that year, dude. Yeah. Because this is where it started. Patient zero. <laughs> I remember ta- having meetings with people at booths at ATA thinking I was going to pass out. Yeah. But I'm like, hold it together. But it didn't help that I drank like, I don't know how much Jameson oh, yeah. every night. Who knows? That I get to the show, the next day I'm having like a meeting and I'm like looking at people like this. I mean, you can't see what I'm doing, but yeah. well, maybe this camera can. Yeah, that one can. <laughs> but I'm like looking at people like. Looking, looking, at the back of their head, you know yeah. what I
2: mean? I just <laughs> fucked up. So, I probably had COVID. I was, uh, I was pale. Probably, as a ghost. I, I haven't had, I have not had COVID. No, same.
0: I bet you, I had COVID. Oh, I guarantee you, because I had a thin, and they were like, yeah. "Oh yeah, you got the flu." I was, I was
2: pale as a ghost, like looked like <laughs> Doc Holiday on deathbed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like banging like monsters and five-hour energies just to have the energy. Like to even hold a conversation in these meetings. Yeah. And then I think that brought my blood pressure, brought the color back in my skin. And you're not so a big
0: drinker either. No. Well not that I don't get that impression anyway, but from what I know you have, but kinda of, kind
2: of a closet drinker at you are, times. You just yeah. drink at the hotel. Yeah. 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 <laughs> After everybody else goes to bed, I'm like George George Thurgood. Yeah. See, that's not <laughs> that's me. My I'm, alone. Right I'm at
0: like, like, an ATA like walking around with off. a beer and a
3: cafeteria
2: cup.
0: Like <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, what yeah, I'm
2: the- I'm
1: that guy. Drinking at nine o'clock in the morning, you know. I'm I was passed out. Like I'm
3: gonna sound like an alcoholic. I don't think there's anything better than getting a buzz off a of whiskey by yourself. Like just sit there, watch the fire, or whatever. You by are, yourself, George Thurgood. <laughs> I drink a little. You're a cowboy, dude.
1: <laughs> dude, you are. You are d-
3: hey, Dutton over there. I, Damn it, Dutton.
0: I gotta say, I'm becoming a whiskey guy because of you. Yeah, you got
3: me. You uh, keep hanging, hanging around the old fashioned, hanging around with Ross. And you got me I, in trouble. It's uh, it's I drank
0: some order. whiskey at this last weekend, man. Yeah, on the podcast. I drank. Fuck, we drink a. B- <laughs> I bought a bottle of a High West whiskey because there's an envelope on it. I'm gonna buy it. Right? It was good, yeah. and we drink a whole. I think we finished a bottle of High West. West. High West, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's a this Park City, Utah. Sound correct? It was there a, is a Park bottle. City, Utah. It's the yep. only. Scott Bakken told me this, and sorry if I'm wrong. He's it's the only distillery in Utah. They do a lot of stuff for like conservation with their okay. funding through with their bottles or okay. their sales. Yeah. So, I bought High West whiskey. There's a pronghorn antelope on it.
2: Oh, there you go. So, I bought good it. Good
0: enough for me. Yeah, and it's delicious. Uh huh. We also downed,
1: what, two old fashioned mix bottles?
2: Yeah, we went through a little old fashioned mix. I'm
0: keeping those on hand from now Tear? on. It's good stuff. So, yeah. an old fashioned kick.
2: I'm organizing a gentleman's trip this summer. Mm. eat old fashioned? Excuse me. Oh, we're, we're, we're drinking beer. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, the gentleman's trip is going to be like a little weekend trip. We leave on a Friday. Drive down there for you know get down there Friday, hang out that night, take it easy. Saturday is the main day. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs to be semi-functional. Yeah, um, but um, taking everybody on the bourbon tour back Ooh. to my hometown, and we'll hit like Knob Creek, and there you uh, go. We'll hit Woodford Reserve, Wild Turkey. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. And When's uh, the, when are you doing that? So it's it's kind of open. I'm, I need to look at the schedule to see what's a good weekend. Um, it's going to be June, July ish. June, June, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, June, June can work, and long as it's not June twelfth weekend. Yeah, long as. And um, In- we'll find a weekend right now. Mid July. I got some stuff I got to talk to you about. This yeah. <laughs> it's
4: going to make my <laughs> summer tight. Oh, okay, I haven't All
2: announced right. it on the podcast. Oh, yet. okay. All right. Well, um, so let's get. Like I said, it's kind of an open deal. We'll take as many vehicles as possible. I don't care as long as they're my friends. Like, (laughs) so if there's like some random person listens, like I'm coming. No, (laughs) sorry. It's just, it's just friends.
0: Hey, we should hire a couple camera dudes, like vlog style of us drinking some bourbon. A hundred percent.
2: Just get trashed. But it's a, it's a gentleman's (laughs) trip to go down and do the bourbon tour right now. I know the only committed, um, is Chase and, uh, yep. Oh, man. If if I can go, we're, uh, Chase is, Chase, Chase was like, wait a second, you're from Lexington, Kentucky bourbon capital of, you know, the world. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. So he's like, I've been really wanting to do those bourbon tours. I'm like, again, like it's like a thing. Like a, bourbon. yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can go do the bourbon tours. Um, and then you can go to all the gift shops and then you go take a tour of actual distilleries and they tell you mm-hmm. the history of their bourbon and, and that kind of stuff. But, um, uh, Ethan pole from Grizzly. I know he wants to go. Yeah, yeah, him. Yep. So, um, yeah, I mean, to me like it's a it's a no girls allowed, it's a boys trip. It's go for a weekend gentlemen's trip. Yep, gentleman's trip. And it's perfect bourbon gentlemen. You know what I mean? yeah. yeah. We, Cigars, like so we go down to Kentucky. So fuck off ladies. Yeah, it's yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> we, we go down there on a Friday, stay Friday night, do the bourbon tour all day Saturday, stay Saturday night, and everybody gets up, goes home Sunday. You know what I mean? That sounds yeah. fun. Yeah, I think be it'd fun. be a ton we should do of freaking fun. I think we film it, photo it, you know, it'd be cool, show people again. I got one guy that I already
0: filmed. It. Shout out to Wade Kemp; he'd be all in. He'd come with. <laughs> there you go. Yeah,
2: fifty-one percent corn makes bourbon. If it's not fifty-one percent corn, it's whiskey. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. That's why you always see like pineapple whiskey and peach flavored whiskey. You don't fuck with bourbon. It's not bourbon. Yeah, you just drink yeah. bourbon. Bourbon, you just and here's the and, and the thing about bourbon that makes it so romantic. Okay, I'm using the word romantic when mm-hmm. it comes to liquor. It's getting deep, bourbon was never ever designed to be shot. When I see people shoot bourbon, I'm like, ugh. Oh, yeah. like it yeah. makes well, my slow it down a makes little my bit. blood boil. Mm-hmm. Bourbon Dying was meant to be sipped sipped, and drank slowly amongst friends. That would be
0: why I hate bourbon because I was a kid and didn't know how to drink bourbon.
2: Yeah. So you're bourbon you're down. supposed to drink it slow and it's supposed to be enjoyed. It's supposed to take a long time to drink bourbon so you can enjoy company conversation like with your buddies, hunt camp, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? With it's your the perfect buddies, podcast your, liquor. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I grew up, you know, with, with that. I mean, I grew up five, six miles from, you know, Woodford Reserve and 10 that's miles from Wild Turkey. They, get, they got
0: good cherries.
2: They do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and again, that's where a lot of the whole bourbon barrel calls. That's the whole yeah. theme of all. The that. roots. That's where that came from.
0: Hey, I'm in. If we can make that weekend work, that should That'd be fun.
2: Dude, I think it'd be a friggin' blast. I think I'd learn a lot. I mean, I'd be so jacked to have like 12, 14 truck caravan <laughs> heading down there to my hometown and you guys get to see kind of where I, I grew up in that, that. area. So bourbon does it and,
3: does it make you wince when you see somebody take a nice bourbon and make an old fashioned out of it? No, I'm okay with old fashioned. I love old and, and, fashioned. Yeah, I mean,
2: I'm a fan from the last big, few big, weekends. Big fan.
3: Yeah, I mean, anybody drinking,
2: uh, I mean, I'll take it further than just just old fashioned, but like anybody drinking old fashions or drinking bourbon, uh, I like my bourbon just on ice. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I do with it. I just drink every all my bourbon. I drink neat. See, I do that. Uh, I do that on like a tour. Yeah, just so I would know the difference. You yeah, know? and you get to taste different ones, and you get to taste the difference between the charring and the aging and the oak and you know stuff yeah. like that. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's super cool. I mean, I, I'd love for you guys to even that and take we'll take it further, and we'll all drink some you know mint julep and eat a hot brown, and I don't know have the whole I have no idea what Kentucky you're talking experience. about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's hot getting into brown? more of the the thoroughbred side of things. Okay, so, yeah, I'm down. Okay, yeah. we can Be do fun. a.
0: Uh, we do a non-hunting at all related podcast. It's called the Bourbon Podcast yeah. for one episode. Yeah. The Bourbon Barrel. It's, yeah. it's not about hunting, so it's about bourbon.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. I think it'd be popular. It would be fun. It's super cool.
2: Um, but I know you've got. I've seen your bourbon collection. You've got a.
3: It's not a real high end collection. Ross no, has got some got, nice bottles. Does he? Bottles. I can appreciate a good bourbon. Like I, uh, we had uh, Weller. Weller's yeah. uh-huh. Weller was really good i um, trying to remember Blanton's. Blanton's was my favorite. Oh, yeah. Blanton's
2: is in my top three all the yep. time.
3: But uh, Angel Envy. I mean, uh-huh. I, I can appreciate a decent in bourbon, my top five. but yeah. I'm also like, I can also appreciate a nice $30 bottle, like a Bullet. Yeah. I like Bullet. Um, I drank Yellowstone, Buffalo Trace. I uh-huh. mean, I I like all that nice. Buffalo that Trace bullet. has a
2: real nice gift shop down there as well. Okay. Um, Doesn't
0: that have to be from Kentucky to be bourbon?
2: Technically, yeah, but as long as it's 51% corn, then it's it's bourbon. Really? But, um, but yeah, I mean, Kentucky's the, the birth of bourbon, um, mm-hmm. funny story about bullet. Um, there was a liquor store in Kentucky that when I worked, he, uh, he did, uh, check cashing as well. So this guy always had like a lot of cash, you know, on hand. And I'm like, dude, you have no security, <laughs> you know, a like plexiglass window, right? <laughs> like, you know, a pencil can get through that. Yeah. So I would make purposely stop in there and I made him a deal. Anytime I stop here, you give me a free bottle of water, mm-hmm. you know, and I'll hang out. We we'll get some police presence in here. At least hopefully nobody will rob this place. Yeah. And uh, so I'm in there one day and this dude comes in very Kentucky, blue jeans and a pair of penny loafers and a polo shirt. And I was like, hmm. what's this guy doing? And he's asking a lot of weird questions. So finally I was like, hey, partner, what's your name? And uh, he's like, Jim Bullet." I'm like, no shit. Master distiller of mm-hmm. Bullet bourbon. And no so shit. he, uh, he <laughs> no si- shit.
0: Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah.
2: And so he signs a bottle. Of, I've got a bottle at home, uh, that he wrote on their rye. It says, uh, to the coolest cop I ever met, Jim Bullitt. That's no very, shit. I got to meet him and he just would randomly just take little drives and go check in some liquor stores and see how his bourbon was selling. That's very cool. Yep. So it's
3: pretty, pretty no good bottle. That's a bottle I'll never, I'll never open. You know. Oh yeah, It's oh, yeah, a Collector's sure. item. I got a, I got a ten year bullet that was pretty uh-huh. impressive for the money. I, I think it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Well, and you know, and and you go back to Kentucky, and to me, Kentucky is always represented like the Great Gatsby, mm-hmm. like the book, you know, and or the movie, however yeah. burst you are, but. Um, old money and new money. But you'll see some of those those old codgers, man. Look like they don't have two nickels rubbed together. And yep. they'll belly up to the bar and they'll order a couple of glasses of some Pappy. The like it's Pappy. nothing.
3: I, I tried that for the first time. There's a little restaurant in Burlington that's got it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we saw it on the menu. And I'm like, we're never going to try this if nope. we don't do it now. So I ordered a shot of it. And what? We, what and break this down it. for me. I'm ignorant. Pappy Van Winkle. It's, yep. uh, I think it was... I shouldn't even say this. I think it was two hundred or two hundred fifty bucks for a shot. Yep. Holy typically, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh my wh- God. Why? And I've been at bars and watched guys order like
2: bottles. Yeah. Why? What? That's, why? that's oh, balling. Exp- you got uh, to explain this.
3: It's the most expensive whiskey that I've ever tried. Yeah. I just wanted to do it just to say that yeah. I'd try two hundred fifty a shot. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I was I was gonna, a hold on. You got you to tell me why. So um, supply and demand
2: is one. Um, typically, you can only get your hands on it in like October. Um, but I had some liquor stores back home that would hold me a bottle. They're like, this was like right as it was really getting crazy. You know what I mean? Um, but it's kind of one of those things. Like how does Kim Kardashian have so many likes? Like, is it good bourbon? Yeah, it's good bourbon, but I don't know if it's,
3: it's not 250. I don't know if it's two twenty five hundred. 2,500. My palate's not that refined. (laughs)
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, look, I can, how much would a
0: bottle be? uh,
2: 2,500, three grand. Holy oh, I mean. shit. Yeah, if it's like to want the 25 year stuff. So we
0: something. need to buy one of those and have it as the kill bottle in the
2: studio. That's cocky. I like oh. that. Yeah. You do one it's light sipper of it yeah. each person. Like, fuck a bunch of Cristal. I got Pappy. How much is Cristal a bottle? <laughs> <I don't> know. <laughs> Nobody I just, knows. I just know the we rappers. We just know rappers. Look yeah. <laughs> that up Definitely Doug, that Pappy Stack size. it up in the fridge. Yeah.
0: Doug, you're our, uh, our Jamie. I'm on it. <laughs> that's that's interesting. So I, I like I find whiskey interesting because it's kind of like it's a hunting camp, like the camaraderie thing that you're kind of getting at. It's like yeah. that's involved. Yeah. Like yeah. growing up,
2: uh, yeah. Keep yeah. going. Yeah, no, keep. You're so, yeah, you're good.
0: Guys would get like um, Maker's Mark. I always remember mm. that growing up. It's a good camp, whiskey. You know? and, and as I, I would say, as a kid, like I was a kid, but then I ended up like growing up and drinking some of it. It's like the whiskey dipped in wax. So you are like, whoa! It's fancy. It's different. It's <laughs> fancy. You know, you got these guys with a little bit of money, mixed it up in hunting camp, drinking some, drinking some makers. Yeah, Mart.
3: makers is good. Uh, you, that's the that's the good bourbon you can go to and get it almost anywhere. Like yeah. any good restaurant's going to have socially acceptable yep. anywhere.
2: Is
0: Jack Daniel's garbage? It's like your garbage. garbage. Cristal's like garbage. I
2: mean, to me, Jack. Again, once you start throwing in honey and pineapple and.
3: Like I said, hey. it definitely has its own flavor. Jack
0: Daniels I, just seems pungent to me.
3: It, I, I drank gallons of it growing up, and now when I have one, sweet. I try to drink it with, a, I like a Jack and Coke. Like, I'll try to drink one, and I'm like, I don't know how I would drink this drink after drink all night yeah. long. Yeah, we used to drink a lot of Southern Comfort and mm-hmm. Jack. Dude, Southern up.
0: Comfort? I used to drink a Ugh. lot of that. A so is that even a bourbon? Whiskey. It it's a whiskey. Kind of a whiskey. How much is Cristal a bottle, Doug? 300 bucks. It is? A yeah. yeah. Get out yeah. of here, you broke motherfucker. Hey. Come
4: yeah. on in, you broke
0: motherfucker. <laughs> it <laughs> looks fancy, though. Enjoy yourself. Yeah. Them <laughs> rappers need to step up their game. Yeah, what? You, you, you're sitting there with a, a, a brand-new Mercedes. you got a one bottle of Cristal. Well, everyone just yes. reflects with that. It's like yeah. whatever.
2: Farmer rolls up with a rusted-out Chevy. And he's got Pappy, a bottle yeah. of <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'll old buy song. your ass. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's interesting, man. That's super interesting. The I the whiskey game I'm 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 not in it. I think the old fashioned thing got me more intrigued. Yeah. Like I it's, can enjoy
3: everybody likes the taste of an old fashioned. You can take yeah. your old lady to a bar and get her an old fashioned and she's gonna enjoy yeah. it. But yeah. But it's a I don't know. I really like the flavor of an old fashioned, so it's tough for me to get away from those. Well I had a I, I had sneak a good up on little, you
1: though. Now careful. Oh yeah.
3: The N R A show um in Louisville,
2: mm-hmm. they had um there was a bunch of, I was working the Sitka booth one year and there was a bunch of people from Montana and Wyoming and stuff that were there working the booth with me. And, and I was like, they're like, we really want to take in the local Kentucky thing. And I said, all right, well, downtown Louisville, there's a real cool bourbon bar and, you know, we'll go there and and we'll do some old fashions. I was like, that's about as, Kentucky as I can get you, you know, right now without having you die. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Unless we want to go get on some, go get on a farm or, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) let's go, let's go uh, press some tobacco or something at a (laughs) bar or whatever, you know? So we went and did that and we're sitting there and it got kind of quiet. And one of the guys looks at me and he goes, so what is the proper way to say this, the city that we're in?
0: Oh, I love this conversation.
2: And I was like, what? like, Louisville. And they're like, so it's not Louisville and it's not Louisville. I'm mm-hmm. Like no, it's Louisville. And they're like, but it's not spelled that way. I'm Like that's just the way we say it. It's that's <laughs> that's right it said, yeah. yeah,
0: Louisville. So yeah. I'll tell you a funny story about that. Um, I've been there for the the BMX Grand Nationals. Yeah. we there for a long time, and we've done uh, obviously ATA show and some other. You trips. have
2: seen the movie Rad, though, right?
0: Um, yes, yeah, so it's been okay. a long time. Okay. All right, I'll long time. Sure. Um, I think that's Rick was okay. from. Our area here, the owner of Standard Pike Company was in RAD. I might be wrong on that. Really? I was really young. Hey, from, cool. uh, well, now they're in Rapid City, Illinois. Oh, okay. It's a headquarters Standard Pike Company. Um, I don't know anybody that works there, but I know some guys that were like factory riders for Standard Oh, that's shit. badass. Um, I'm working on getting some standard parts for my frame I'm building, actually. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, I'm uh, going back. My, one of my best friends, Dakota, who lives in Columbus, Ohio now, his wife is from Louisville. And so that's when I first heard her say Louisville, Kentucky, uh-huh. and I might even still be saying it wrong, but no, I tried to it. correct it to start saying it that way because I'm like, <laughs> that's the way it's said yeah. because if you're from there, you say it or from Kentucky in general. Yeah. That's yeah. how you say it. So if I'm up here, I'll say Louisville, whatever, but it's like, no, if I'm in Louisville, I'm in Louisville. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, now
2: we've got people like Jack Harlow that are starting to educate people on how to say Say Louisville the right way. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I get it. Yeah. I can see it. My, my godfather, he, he still, he lives in Louisville. And, um, I, speaking of which, I probably should, I need to go get to see him. That was, that was my dad's best friend. Oh, know, yeah. As well. So, um, I saw him at the funeral and I'm like, God, I was like, why is it that you start getting older? That's the only time you see people is at funerals. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, yeah, Man, yeah. You do a better job of that.
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: But, yeah. Louisville's a cool place. I, I like, um, I like when they have the ATAs there because I have an attachment to Kentucky. Is the next Louisville. one going to be in Louisville? I think all Indy. I think from here on. No, no. I, I think the next one's in they Louisville. Have, they have
0: one more in Louisville? Hey, let me look it up. Uh, Doug, Jamie. Jamie.
2: Yeah. Dale. I'm on it. Go yeah. to <laughs> AT. I'm on that. We need to get Doug a laptop. <laughs> but, um, I mean, Indy's a better venue. Um, Indy's the best. Louisville's A little trashy. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of rough down there. <laughs> uh, but Four Street Live's. You know, pretty good time. You know but I'll I mean? tell you, uh, the the
0: downtown in Louisville is really great. Yeah. Um, what's the Guy f- Fieri's yeah. restaurant? Yeah, that was Oh, bummed. my. 2022. I still
3: remember the food that we got there. 2022. That's Louisville. been, what, three last years one. ago? It's been okay. three years. Then it's indie from I there. I still remember that. what we ordered.
0: Yep, I remember what I got too. Man, that, that was good. The Guy Fieri yeah. restaurant in Louisville is. Dude, Slacks.
2: Uh, oh, it's slacks. It it slaps. Slaps. slaps, <laughs> smacks, slaps. <laughs> it, Haymaker.
0: I, yeah. I people hate on Guy Fieri. Fuck you if you do, because no, I, I watched
2: the last McGregor fight at a Guy Fieri's. Dude. Um, everybody that works at his
1: restaurant
0: Oklahoma. loves their job
2: too. He yeah. is
1: the the mayor of Flavor Town, man.
2: Yeah. No, my wife she she likes watching all those like food foodie network type shows. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, all that fun. kind of shit. Yeah. And um, so, anyways, I I went to the Guy Fieri's and. Um, Choctaw Casino. Where's that at? And Oklahoma. Duh, wait, is it Durant, Oklahoma? I think it's Durant. That was a damn catfishing tournament. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> catmasters. Yeah. yeah. Catmasters. Yeah, guy, catmasters.
3: Guy's in this deeper than he's leading catmasters. on. <laughs> catmasters. Fucking yeah. Catmasters. Yeah. Yeah. Was it excellent? It was awesome.
2: Yeah. I mean, the McGregor fight kind of sucked. I was. Yeah, right. Is dude getting a glass chin? Is it just me? Does it seem like he's getting a glass chin, or did he just get out class? Fight
0: game is short, son. That's what I think. But I, I'm still a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Still a fan. Dude. I'm Guy fine. Fieri, though. He, Guy Fieri. His career never, never died.
2: No. No, it was good food. <laughs> hey, i live
0: been on forever. I have a different perspective Flavor on him after now. eating there, man. Oh, it, it blew yeah. my mind. I'm, I'm a fan of his show. It. Like, He's kind of corny when you watch him, but you're like, oh, nah, dude, no. He knows real shit, though. though yeah. I mean.
2: Yeah. And I, I like how, you know, he's always like interviewing, um, is, I don't know. Is it the diners, dives, drives? Is that the one where yeah. he interviews diners, the other diners and drives, or the other part. chefs, or whatever? Yeah. And I was watching. I'm like, oh, so he's just a host and then he's like oh what is this some some pap- paprika with this he's like, special I'm he's like, pointing oh, out yeah shit. he breaks it down yeah I'm like I actually he's he- pointing out wind directions so. yeah so I looked at my <laughs> wife I'm like is he actually like a real chef or is he like a whole chef TV chef she's like yeah. no he's like the real deal you know yeah. like he won Did, is it, he won a competition on one of those food networks and that's kind of how he got his name okay. or got big I don't
0: know I don't know yeah. wouldn't surprise me I just know that everyone that worked at that restaurant was like super passionate about their job yeah, yeah
2: they were super jacked and I told one of the ladies I was like, Hey, I was like my wife and my oldest boy, they'll cook some random shit. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. And, um, so I was like, I'm going to, I'd like to buy a couple of your all's like guy Fieri novelty items or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, just give me two of those. And she's like, I threw four in the bag. That's rad. I'm like, no shit. I'm like, you guys are awesome. Yeah. yeah.
0: Did at the one in Oklahoma, did they know the menu by heart? Oh yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. how it was in the little. They're like, oh they yeah. Never
2: wrote anything down. She and like, I yes. could have asked her like what what heat was everything cooked at. She knew that shit. Yeah. yeah.
1: Then yeah. you ask like what they recommend and they'll recommend like
0: yeah nah, you don't
2: want you don't want that one yeah, you want, you want this one. <laughs> yeah
0: if you're gonna do that do it this way you know? yeah. Like, yeah yeah that's it was cool man I, ten out of ten put your big yeah. boy pants on yeah, yeah. it was yeah. yeah it was super cool yeah I mean sure. dude's
2: legit got you know good chain of restaurants shout out to him. But yeah, Guy Fieri. He's going to listen to this. My boy, yeah, my dog. My Just guy. so you know, Guy Fieri, there's uh, not a corporate restaurant sponsor of the working class boner Should podcast, be, though, dude. I'm telling you, them
0: or the Engine House, hit us up, dude. Engine, engine, engine House, house. in
2: Nebraska, Can get it yeah yeah
0: we'll, we'll, ta- on we'll take title sponsors we'll, <laughs> T- for free i, I remember the one day that <laughs> we X- were on here H- and you're like morning.
2: just so you know bush light is not a sponsor but if they give us a case of beer and five bucks they're in <laughs> hey, hey dude, it's so, not that hard to sponsor media wants God, to buy this it.
0: show for thirty five hundred bucks call it done <laughs> <laughs> 3500 bucks in is our 30, price. In a 30-pack. <laughs> in a 30-pack. 30 30 30
3: 30 <laughs> 30 Peace. <laughs> it's taken six years to get that kind of money built up. Uh, it's hard work. It's funny. tough out here. i got to pay for a lease. <laughs> that's right. Lease prices keep going up. Illinois is tough. Well, shit, man,
0: I think That's we'll call her there at Guy yeah. Fieri and $3,500 bucks sell out prices.
1: <laughs> Someone's going to hit you up here.
0: Someone's going be like, hey, final offer. It's like, hey, kiss my ass. It was a joke.
2: It was a joke. <laughs> it was a joke. You think we I we're really we're talking th- about We're sticks. three hours in, man. Get out some here. more
0: zeros. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'll try a lot more money than you think, son. Yeah. Um, Johnny. Thank you, sir. Dude, thanks for having me back. For coming in, Johnny guys. It's good always time. a pleasure having yeah. you back in the studio, man. Yeah. I appreciate always your support and, and kind of backing us for everything we do. And 100%. Uh, if this helps you in any way for what you do, I, I am very happy. <laughs> uh, where can people find you? Quick for a out?
2: Yeah, so uh, Johnny Utah Hunt on uh, on Instagram and uh CarbonTV, TV, Carbon TV, and YouTube. Um, and be sure to check out Bourbon Barrel Calls with Turkey Season coming up. Yeah, yep, Yeah. Um, if you guys, if anybody's looking for any commercial video, photo work, design, product launch, product design type stuff, can, uh, consultation, Johnny Utah Creative is the business for that. Mm-hmm. Um, we Are we going to do the bourbon barrel calls? Are we going to offer those up again this year? Yeah. Yeah. They're still yeah. on the website, workingclassbowhunter.com. Yep. Okay. So since you said that, um, just for listening to this podcast, we need to have some way of making an entry. Okay. On, I'll give one away.
0: Oh, you want to do a giveaway? Yeah, I'll give away. I'll WCB give away a, bourbon barrel call. Yeah,
2: I'll give away a WCB free call Very cool. to somebody. So,
0: How about uh,
2: what What should we do? I'll let you do it. You decide. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk after this. We'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. So somebody's going to win a free $105 call. Yeah. Okay. And then um, one thing I do want to talk about, we're going
0: to schedule a podcast here this week with you again. Yeah. Uh, a pre- hunt before your moose hunt oh fuck yeah because chandler and ross yeah roston are going on a moose hunt
3: yeah when are you guys going september 10th we're leaving give me some tips okay when are you leaving (laughs) december oh Oh, so this is good yeah this is perfect where where are you going canada where Uh, else saskatchewan saskatchewan so northern saskatchewan yep cool
0: so what we do you guys go on your hunt because we have some pre during and post episodes to do and then we do a pre moose hunt with johnny with you guys and then a post, yeah, yeah. So as Hopefully. long
2: as borders are still open, right? Yeah, that's the plan. But it's a it's a combo moose, whitetail. Oh, damn! Whatever I draw blood on first is what I get. To Very tag. cool.
0: No yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, that'll be interesting.
2: We'll, we'll we'll figure something out for that.
0: We got time. Yeah. We'll map something out for that. Cool. Cool. Thanks, Johnny. Yes. Thanks, Thank Doug. You. Thanks, Austin. Thank you for listening. Thanks for having us. All right, you know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you.